You are about to witness history in the making. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to show number 129 of the Pop Culture Gamers podcast. It's the 10th of August as we record this, and Steve and I are both back. Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Yeah, I don't know what planet we're on at the moment. (laughs) We've been away for a while. Yeah, you just said it's been a couple of weeks since we last recorded, and the last time we recorded was actually the 22nd of August. So yeah, dementia so, has definitely set in then. Yeah, definitely, definitely <laughs> there. So it's yeah, it's been a long time, and we've just been literally discussing um, the the current status of the show and what we're kind of like looking at doing. Certainly for the next probably couple of months until things pick up, because it is a quiet time in video gaming at the moment. You know, it's getting better, but obviously COVID did have an impact. Is we've been talking about just going to a fortnightly show for a few months and we'll just have a review and see how things go from there so we're going to be fortnightly for the moment um just because we've got a lot on as well and blah 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 but anyway steve let's hear from you how have you been doing okay i think i had some serious about flu i don't know what i would call that but that was that um but yeah it's been very quiet i mean gaming sense i can see what you've been about to say but Mm. i get up sometimes I do the night gaming and I just don't feel like I'm got the energy for it sometimes. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I, I feel like particularly, I don't know if it's changing the season to autumn or what, but at the moment I just kind of like finish work and think I can't be bothered. Mm. I mean, obviously there's things to think grinding to do, people to see in that sense of thing, but yeah, you know, <clears throat> um, I can get that done. But I just, yeah, it's really weird at the moment. Maybe it is just summer, winter because it does. You know, the nights are drawing in now. It's getting dark. Gas bills are going up. You know, no, there's no, there's no, no, nothing to look forward to at the minute. Christmas no. will be will be a disappointment because we'll have no turkeys. Yeah, we had the fuel. We've had the fuel crisis. Yes. You know, it's like shit. <laughs> What's going on? I know it's a, uh, it's a, uh, seems like a different world to the one that we left when we had our summer break. Hmm. Uh, feels uh, feels like the world's gone mad a little bit, but um, yeah. So, um, have you got any news from uh, your last several weeks? Um, do you know, I remember what we were discussing when we last did the show, to be honest. But uh, I think I did tell about my doctor, didn't I? No, didn't tell us about that. Well, I went and did a consult with regarding my lungs. So, all right, how did that go? <clears throat> well, the bottom of them aren't pretty good because they've had a bit of damage. Yeah, but it looks like I'm going to be on this medication I'm on now for life for the moment. Oh God, that's a because um, the, if I come off it, the percentages of me actually getting another clot is pretty high. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, so I'm I'm gonna have to keep popping the pills, unfortunately. Mm. Not what I want, not what I wanted to hear, but you know what can you you do? You know. Yeah, but as long as it keeps you fit and healthy, that's the important thing, isn't it? Well, there's two twos and fours and against, and I've told him that, and he did say there's some other medication I could take for my knee if I want, but you know. We'll see. Mm. I just keep chilling out, listening to music to, to get on the on the right side of what of the world. 
and the like, really. And yeah, well, I noticed that you'd uh, ordered yourself the new Bond theme tune, which I'm sure we're going to be talking a lot about Bond today. Yeah, I've got but... two copies. <laughs> two copies. Yeah, I've got the picture disc, which is a one disc copy, and I've got the white vinyl double album right i just ordered the normal album but i was i almost pushed the button on the picture disc mm. but I, I don't know just something stopped me but there seems to be two versions of the picture disc because the one that i was looking at mm. had uh, bond and um the bad guy on one on each side and one you seem to have just as a double o that is yeah then there's another one where you've got the other characters yeah and then there's well, a gold there's a gold one as well um there's a gold double album yeah I've got the white double album. Yeah, I was looking at that one too, but I just thought, I just want to just listen to the music. I'm not too bothered about, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we, I've seen your notes and we have to tread careful unless we decide to say, right, we're going to spoil it for the next 15 minutes or so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or do we not not mention it and and maybe in in between doing this show for one week, we could do a little just fun special for half an hour. I'd I'd be I'd be up for doing a Bond special, half an hour complete breakdown of the movie and what we thought. Mm. So do all a light the, touch. All, all, the, all the little Easter eggs that are in it as well. Yeah, noticed. all all the little Easter eggs. I think um, and talk about the ending. And my missus, <laughs> she she said so she had, obviously this was two hours forty three minutes long. I've got to go, I've got to go. I said, all right. Yeah. So. But, so she she disappeared halfway through the movie. Right. Come back. And she said, I've got to be torched. And it'd be like one of them ladies in the old cinema days with the torch <laughs> to find the seat. And uh, then she, she said, I've got to go again now. And this is right before, just as it was ending. I said, right, I'm going to stay to the end of the credits, watch all of that, and I'll meet you at the um, at the end of the end of the foyer sort of thing. So I stayed to the very end <clears throat> and, um, and then came out. And we didn't. We did the decent thing. Is we looked at each other and um, just walked out quietly to the car and then started chatting about it. Because I thought it's not the days of old where you used to go to the cinema. When you enter, when you when you exit the cinema, you go via like a far exit door out the back somewhere. Do you remember those right. days? Yeah, I do. But these days you go back in the foyer, right round the queue in front of the next people that are going to go into the cinema. I you don't that, go, yeah. you don't want to do a Simpson like you did with. Um, Empire Strikes Back, no. where he walks through saying about Darth Vader's <laughs> his dad, oh my god, and yeah. you know, spoiling it for everyone else in, in the aisle sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't, we don't want to do that, but yeah, we'll do a spoilerific uh, additional one, I think, and do a, a deep dive on, on that, I think that'll be really cool. Yeah. Um. So, mm. other than that, have you seen any other movies, done anything else interested? Mm, I, did a, I did a Bond podcast, uh, my top ten Bond themes. Wrong real. Uh, when did I last go to the cinema? I don't think I have. Did I say I'd seen Sparks when we? But that, I did. That was probably last time we actually did it. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've seen a watched a, a movie last night and a, and a Korean TV show on Netflix, uh, which is all the rage at the moment. So mm. um, yeah, bit cool. of TV. I haven't watched any any Flash yet. I've got that to finish off. I wouldn't bother. <laughs> it's that bad, isn't it? That's, this, this I know. We, I know. We terrible. Watching the TV. Yeah, this this season of the Flash is, is not good. I really don't know what's happened to DC because DC made mm. the good TV shows and the bad movies, and Marvel made the good movies and the bad TV shows. Are oh, they not as good? Is it going to swing around and be changing them? And, because... and now the, the all of the Marvel TV shows have been great, and all of the DC shows are all rubbish. 
but saw now, the maybe movies. That's, maybe that's going to be good, good in hindsight for when the Flash movie comes out. Because um, okay. see, <laughs> see, seeing um, Batman 1989 in it, um, I'm looking forward to that. I, everybody wants to see ba- ba- Michael Keaton as Batman again. So, he yeah, is it Batman. Could, it could be a you know, pretty good film. It could be. <laughs> but then again... Look at, look at all the big hype over a lot of movies and you get there and you get a bit disappointed, you know. So uh, there's still a couple of more films to come out to see. Not that I'll get to see them all at the cinema right now. I'm, I'm no, like very to, sure. I'd like to see June, but I don't think I will be getting to see it at the minute. Yeah. And um, Halloween Kills comes out tail end of October as well, which I hope I don't get to see. And it's only two more weeks to Dune. Yeah, we'll say, I, I hope, you know, I've was i I've watched the, what was really good was actually being in a cinema with all that noise and sound uh, and seeing some nice trailers on the big screen. Yeah. You know, June on there and Matrix trailer they showed and all that sort of stuff. It looked really wicked on the big screen. But you know, you know, if you want that big sound, just get Dolby Atmos. <clears throat> yeah, but you are, I won't be getting that anytime soon, mate. But yeah, I've got my headphones for that. <laughs> it's not the same, but it works. No, it's, um, not, the, it's not the same. It's not the same. Um, but, but going to the big screen, I don't think you can beat that, really. No. It, so, I know, I was so pleased to be back in the cinema for that. I've been back to the cinema several times in the last few weeks because I went to see um, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings yeah. as well, mm-hmm. which was great. It really was a good Marvel movie for a character who I knew very little about mm. and um, all of the bits that they did and how they linked it in with Iron Man 3 and the character Tony Slattery, who was played by Ben Kingsley, that the Mandarin. Oh, Gandhi. Yeah, all all of that. It it was absolutely brilliant. And if you've seen the Marvel one shot as well, which is uh, on Tony Slattery, hit that that character, mm. you know the, the the actor who played the Mandarin, not Ben Kingsley, but you know the the Marvel universe character. Mm. Oh, f- absolutely fantastic! What what to do with it? And he's a main character in Shang Chi, and there's some great um, uh, great cameos in there. Wong's in there. Mm-hmm. And in, uh, interestingly, the abominations in it as well. So the abomination was from the Incredible Hulk, and everybody thinks the Incredible Hulk was not part of the MCU, but it was actually the first movie in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, people have such a long time ago now. Like, yeah, like that, you know, yeah, because <laughs> it, it was pre Iron Man was mm. uh, was that one. But um, yeah, I don't so you you went. Oh, you went to see um, what's the name? Didn't you? Well, um, the the Ryan Reynolds latest one. Yeah, no, the other Marvel one as well. You went to see Black Widow. Mm. Yeah, I went to see that at the cinema uh, as well. Yeah, so what's that? Four, four, five movies have been to see since uh, sort of like COVID restrictions opened up the cinema, and it's great because it, at the moment it means I'm going about every three weeks. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, four out of well, three three out of the last movies. We've watched in the like the great big luxurious electric, you know, seats that lift your feet up and stuff like that. But unfortunately, the Bond movie was just too um, too popular. And whatever night what? we went, all of yeah. those back seats were all taken. So what time did you go to see it? We went to see it at seven thirty in the evening. Oh, I didn't. I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> um, it was kind of like Adam had really wanted to go and see it. He'd been having a bit of a tough time at school and stuff mm. like that. So uh, we we took him to see it, uh, uh, you know, just as a, a little... It wasn't planned, but it was a little surprise. And my wife went as well. You know, it's sort of like getting my wife to go and see a movie is a bit, you know... Yeah. 
in the, because she doesn't like watching movies. You know, she's more of a watching. You know, she, she'll she'll sit and watch, for example, four or five episodes in a row of Jane the Virgin, but she won't watch a movie that would last the same length of time. Yeah, I don't I don't get <clears> it. But, I mean, uh, we went we went in the morning, so we went the Saturday at nine forty in the morning. Mm. And that was for the first I sent showing, which is the Odeon special setup. So, but yeah, you know, we was in there at about quarter past nine, having a coffee in the Costa in, in the in the cinema, and then sort of rolled out about one o'clockish hour into the car. You know, it seems it's a long time. Yeah, I, I just wasn't into. Uh, well, as you know, we're working, um, and also I hadn't wanted to go and in bed at school and that sort of stuff. Mm. We just didn't want. We just well, there wasn't the opportunity to go during the day unless it was a weekend, and that, mm. that's always. Difficult. We had sort of like a half. I mean, the cinema wasn't very full at that time of the morning, which is how I wanted it. Um, and we had pretty spacious. You know, we weren't. I think we think we were two either side that weren't being used. And yeah. So it was nice to be a bit, little bit separated in the cinema still. Yeah, I mean, the when I went to see Shang Chi, which was the one immediately before <laughs> Bond, they'd mm. just taken off the COVID restrictions so people could sit next to each other. Mm. But and I did sit next to someone else. But because it was in the great big reclining chairs, there was like about yeah, a meter between them. them and me because of the width of the arms and, you know, where you sat in the seats and stuff like that. So I didn't feel quite as bad. Uh, but I think if it had been in the sort of like, you know, the masses sort of seats sat next yeah. to someone, I wouldn't have been happy <clears throat> um, just because of the whole COVID thing. But when we went to the cinema, we sat sort of like basically um all of the seats are on platforms going backwards and a good, you know, 20 foot away from the screen. And mm. we sat at the front row right in the middle, at the, you know, of, of that so that we were well away from everybody else because everybody else always goes further back. So we went further forward just to keep that sort of distance away from people. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, we've, we've got to consider when you've, you know, you've got a 14 year old kid who's going to the cinema basically. <laughs> Mm. Who's not been jabbed yet? So yeah, so that was so that was that. But uh, well, we'll talk about Bond briefly, I suppose. Briefly, briefly, and then we'll do a spoiler. I think I think even some of the things you say in your notes, I think it's spoilerish to be honest. But I mean, I'll 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 turn it back a bit. But my Mm. prediction was right. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, but that's. I wouldn't let's say it. Don't say anymore. I'm not saying anymore. No, I'm only saying that. But I, you know, I don't think you was pleased about that. Um, But. But uh, yeah, Twitter and um, some places were a bit, a bit. Uh, you know, you, I mean, I sort of toned it down a bit so I was out of the way. With it. I, I'll, I'll be honest. Anything to do with a Bond movie this time, I completely blocked it. The only thing mm. I've seen of that before I went into that movie was the trailer. I haven't read anything. I hadn't looked at any YouTube other than the trailer. And I hadn't looked at Twitter. Mm. I'm tending not to look at Twitter almost at all now because I just find it to be a bit of a toxic environment sometimes. No, I mean, actually, the James Bond community there in there was quite good because obviously we were seeing it first. I think 99% of people were keeping it quiet from them. Then they had it on the 8th. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that was good. Yeah, and I think it's all right to do a spoiler podcast, but we don't want to spoil it for anyone who's listening no, to this show. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it quiet. Just, just minimal. Yeah. I think when I listened to Mark Kermode's, Mark Kermode's review of it, um, that was before I went, and he was very, very toned back with just 
well, it didn't mean a lot really anyway. He was just saying that, you know, just a little thing, nothing, nothing that's going to be detrimental or fragmental to it. No. Do you get any Blu-rays lately coming through the door? Other than one, I think. Yeah, got this one. It's not been opened yet. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Black in 4K. Oh, okay. So I'm just, when I see an offer on on them, I'm just replacing them one at a time, mm. sort of thing. I'm not I'm not in any great rush because I've got them all. I got all of the uh, Star Wars, oh, sorry, Star Wars Star Trek one to four. Okay, you? 4K. I did, I did, just because I couldn't bear not having it. And I have to admit, after watching the first one, sort of like some of that one in 4K, it might have been output at 4K, but they hadn't cleaned it to 4K. No, forget that, forget the um, the first one, wait for that and the director's cut that's coming out. In, um, that's, exactly, that's exactly <clears throat> what I'm doing, because the, the director's cut's the best version. Yeah, they're bringing that out, and they're... Actually, going back into the graphics as well, tweet it. Um, yeah. I think, what have I, what have I had come through? I need to think now. What have I, um, oh, Full Metal Jacket. That, I had that. Yeah. Which is one of my favourites. Um, I've got Deep Red coming from Arrow, this special edition. That's a little bit delayed, I think, at the moment. Another Dario Argento movie. Um, obviously, we've got our Dune turned up. Yes. <clears throat> um, what did you think about the quality of it? For what it, how old the movie is, I was about right, really. Do you, you know, think? It's, I mean, it's a shame they didn't have the documentary, and I knew that was going to happen. They did apologise about that, and that wasn't going to be on it. Just yeah. down to contractual things. Um, I, I wasn't as blown away by it in the quality as compared to Flash Gordon, which was a much older 4K restoration, <clears throat> because that is just, it pops up. What else have I got? Uh, Animal House as well. Oh, yeah. I picked that up because that was on a cheap one. Um, obviously, The Thing. Yeah. And that, again, is... I thought you in, already had the thing. I had the thing in on Arrow. Right. But this is Studio Canal. Right, okay. So what happened is, <clears throat> you know the um, John Carpenter Studio Canal one goes up? Yeah, because I've got uh, Escape from New York on that. So the special editions they did? Yeah. All disc sort of versions? Yeah. So, and also uh, with Apocalypse Now and also with Total Recall, same sort of idea. So that comes out with, I think it's three discs, but what they've done is they've put in the prequel in the box set as well as a bonus all right okay that's arrow no this is studio canal oh studio canal right yeah so so you get the prequel of the thing you get the thing in 4k and the, and the bonus discs as well and a soundtrack from the cd <coughs> um let me dig it out i'll show you it one sec <coughs> so yeah yeah so that's 40 pounds at the moment yeah so that is four discs they've got the big book clip Poster and everything with it as well. And it goes also. I've got Basic Instinct as well in the same setup as well, and and Don't Look Now as well, which is a spooky psychological thriller. Mm. So yeah, that was. <clears throat> I think really that's the big big one for me. The thing this, this end of this year after the Star Trek. Um, pre-ordered No Time to Die, funnily enough, on Steelbook with Navi. Oh, the Steelbook. You haven't gone for the uh, the one with all of the extras. Uh, well, I don't know what, what there are in them. I just I just pre-ordered the Steelbook at the moment. Right, because uh, I think was it. Uh, Amazon had uh, had a version of it. Uh, I can't remember. I put the link on the Facebook group, didn't I? Because I thought, oh, you'll uh, you'll want to see that. Was it Savvy? Oh, no, it was HMV. Oh, okay. It's a HMV <clears throat> exclusive first edition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like sixty quid. There's uh, 
the Blu-ray, an Aston Martin keyring, 48 page exclusive. Oh, okay, yeah. You're paying more for the keyring now, aren't you? I think we're moving. Mm. I think shame probably I've got, are. I need another couple of slots in my, my box set. I've got a Blu-ray, really, because <coughs> you want to slip them on. You want them all in there, really. Yeah. I mean, this would be the first 4K one. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know about getting the rest of them in 4K as they drip feed them. I don't know. I think I probably will over time replace them all drip feed if they do every movie. I mean, all the Daniel Craig's have been done, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They're about 60 quid, aren't they? Apart from obviously No Time to Die is not included. Yeah. I mean, I probably want them put. Individually. Same mm. way I did with Star Wars. Yeah. So I got so I so I've only got I've only got my favourite Star Wars movie. So yeah. I've got, got the original trilogy on um, on four K with the uh, steelbooks. Yeah. And also Rogue One. So I've sort of got the, the best I think part of Star Wars there in four K. Well I got the French version of Rogue One mm. um, before the British version came <laughs> out, so it still plays English without subtitles and all of that, but yeah. obviously the box has got the, you know, the French writing on the back, but I'm not too bothered about that. It's not is, like that, there's the a big stickers on it with, like, with 16 written or something like that, anyway, what it is. And... I don't think it does. I think it's just similar sort of packaging to the UK one. Mm. Um, but now on Star Wars, I've got A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and the last three. But I want to get the prequel and so what's, yeah, how many discs Return of the are, Jedi. How many discs are in your Empire Front Back? I've no idea. I haven't opened it yet. Still in a, in a box. I tell you why. I'm gonna. This will be bad. This will be bad. But you're gonna. I'm gonna show you something. One sec. <clears throat> Literally opening it as we're looking. Okay. Literally opening it as we're talking. Okay. Uh, Three discs. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, this is three discs. So, these are mine. So, that's yeah. the, that one there. Steelbooks. Yeah, you've got the steelbooks. Yeah, and then that one. And I've got Rogue One as well, the steelbook. But for some reason, they think they thought that these had some issues. So, right. what I've got, I've got two. Yeah. But this is only... I'll open up. That's a three-disc box. It's just a case. Yeah, yeah just a case. Which is fair if you All want right, it. Okay. If you want it, because you've got three discs, haven't you? Yeah, I have. So you could have the steelbook. Yeah, if you don't want it, well, I send it my need, way. I don't need it. I've already got it there. Yeah, if you want to send it my way, I'll stick it in there. Brilliant. Because they're both my say they're both perfect. There's no um, issue with the you know sometimes they say there's a slight degrade and they decide to sell out and send a second up one out, but <clears throat> they're fine. And I've had this sitting here for, for months actually. I didn't know what to do with it and I just left it there and it just sits in there like it looks like I've got two copies. <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as you do. As you do. Mm. So, uh-huh. Yeah, but um, I must admit I've been watching more stuff streaming to mm. be fair and also me and my son, we've now got a, a weekly movie night so we've been doing That's right, yeah. doing Marvel and we're on halfway through phase two now so we literally just watched um what was it it was only yesterday i sat and watched it oh thor the dark world so we're about to start on captain america winter soldier because what i hadn't it never dawned on me of course when when these films first started coming out i was like Mm. four or two sorry so he either didn't see them or completely doesn't remember them Uh, even when i've watched them and he sat and watched with me so it's like He's watching them for the first time and he's absolutely loved it. Mm. And it's been great re-watching them with him because it's sort of like make, made me feel like 
I'm watching them for the first time again almost. Well, you've probably forgotten them to a certain degree, haven't you? So yeah. And also, now watching them quickly between you know week week each, then oh, you'll get it's probably yeah. it's probably giving you more information. You think, oh, now I know about that now, don't I? I know about yeah. this. I know you're going to probably remember the end of what you know. Yeah, but also <clears throat> it's making you it's it's so interesting watching the very early ones because obviously I know that people complain about Marvel movies and say they're very formulaic and stuff like that, but mm. every every blooming movie is formulaic really because there's only about seven stories. It's supposed to be only about seven stories that you can tell that everything else is a variation. Yeah. So when you actually look at when the movies first started, the style was very different. But then again, they were under Paramount. Mm. At that point, was it Paramount Universe? Paramount, I think, before they went over to the, you know, the House of the Mouse. But it's so fascinating seeing how the characters have developed and how similar they are and how they're very different at the same time. Um, you know, and there's stuff that now I watch and I have so much more appreciation of it than I did when I watched them originally because I wasn't as much of a Marvel nerd mm. when I first watched them and since then I've learned a lot more about Marvel so it's really really interesting uh, how all that's uh, come about mm. but yeah the other thing uh, me of course is my uh, computer was over the last few weeks as well mm. so uh, I was absolutely gutted uh, we were it was just before we were going to do a recording a couple of weeks ago and my computer just decided it was giving up the ghost. And this is the most weird thing I've ever had in my life. So switch your computer on, it'll boot up from a cold on a morning, yeah? So my computer's been running all day, every day, just about. Uh, but switch computer on, boots up, fine. Restart the computer to do a warm reset. BIOS, post, lights come on on the motherboard, stops CPU error. So what's all that about? So... You know, you do the normal thing of switch it off, you know, check yeah. the wires, blah, 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 blah. Um, didn't come on, kept, you know, even if you switched it off and then switched it back on while it was still warm, literally physically warm, then you get CPU error. But then it'd come down the next morning and think, I'll try it again, switch it on, came on. And it, it seemed to work fine. Although I did notice that there seemed to be a little bit of, uh, you know, sometimes when it was like getting towards the end of the day, it was almost like the computer was tired. <laughs> it sounds stupid, but it was like really it's weird. Probably, it's probably something got a soul or something and think, so do you, mate, I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so see, you've been working all day on me and now I don't want to play Destiny, thank you very much, I'm tired. Mm. Um, so I think the other thing as well is for months it hadn't been waking up my monitor one yeah. monitor particularly. Um, so I'd have to switch the monitor off and switch it back on again. It was a bit annoying more than anything else, but, you know, it it was, it was would come on as soon as I'd done that. It's only like two second things. So I never, never even thought about it. But the other thing as well is, always the NVMe had seemed slow on this because my old PC on an SSD booted up way faster than mm. this PC had ever done. So... With this consistent problem of the restart, because obviously, you know, you install a piece of software or something, if it requires a restart of the computer, mm. I couldn't restart the computer. I'd have to switch it off and then leave it until the next day to use it again. So it just it wasn't going to work for me, was that arrangement at all. So I ended up contacting eBuyer, who I bought it from, and they sent me out in a box to send it back in and then collected it by dpd um and then you know got it back and then they fixed it and lo and behold 
it's had a new motherboard uh-huh. and a new graphics card. Yeah. Yeah. And the machine is faster now. There's a definite difference in the speed. Um, the graphics kind of feel a bit more stable as well. But what is weird is I'm having problems with Destiny, which is a known issue with for some people with Destiny. But it's just about sticky keys and lag. And I was getting the sticky keys and lag on my laptop when I was playing on it as well. So I know mm-hmm. it's not the PC, as it were. But um, what evidently the workaround is, is you've got to go into your roaming folder in your user data, so, you know, your uh, apps data folder and then go into roaming, and then go and delete your Destiny 2 folder, reboot it up, play the game, or start the game, come out the game, restart the machine, and then go into the game, and then it doesn't do it. So I've I've messaged Destiny a couple of times and said, or Bungie, and said, come on, when we get in the fix, to be completely ignoring what I've said. But it's really annoying. (laughs) See, this is the thing, as much as you're the master race, you don't get that with the Xbox. It works. No, you don't. No, you, you know. don't. Yeah, I mean, we get updates, but it does, yeah, exactly. But anyway, so, yeah. But the thing is, they're, they're doing something different with the PC version. The PC version was really stable. And I'm, I'm not kidding you. When the PC version runs, my God, it is so fantastic. But mm. when it's... It, it's when just it really... When it, when when it, it doesn't, doesn't it's Yeah. Yeah, it's a real bum, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I had all of that as well. So I was a bit peed off with uh, with that happening, but got it fixed. That's the that's the main thing. And it sat here, and now... And the graphics card is enormous. It's probably about an inch longer than my last one, and yeah. about an inch thicker. So, you know, it's... Uh, and also, the other thing as well is, it's now got three power sockets on the graphics card, rather than two mm-hmm. so that's a lot of power it's pulling yeah yeah so <clears throat> yeah so that's uh well, that's about it for me the other thing as well is as you know i've got another house that i rent out mm. said i'm gonna sell it unusual so, yeah difficult well it's not really worked out as well as i sort of hope the house isn't as modern as it needs to be and i don't want to spend the money on yeah. updating the house because the return on investment just isn't there but what i'm going to do is just buy a different house that's more modern actually a new build mm. and do that but it's sort of like saying goodbye to my childhood home which is a bit you know yeah sort of i know I get, I get that um but we all have to do it yeah. so i've got one more thing to talk about oh yeah go on um my youtube channel you know you know i do one for soundtrack stuff like yeah. that. i hit 102 subscribers well hey so i've now officially given it a name all right okay what is it the vinyl score. All right, okay. I try, I was trying to think what can I use because I know a lot of people have these different ones out there, but I put that in. It's, it said I can have it, so there you go, the vinyl score, which I thought was quite a play on words. So there you go, youtube.com forward slash the vinyl, vinyl score. score. I'll just look, Google that. and Because uh, what it was, <clears throat> a couple of people have um, been wanting me to do full albums. So Yeah, I would be worried about copyright about that one. There, um, load, no, but loads of people do it. All the time, but anyway, so I still were, would be worried about copyright. <laughs> ah, I've seen loads of people doing them, you know, don't take them down. I've seen some up for four or five years. So, I did a cup, I did I did it in two sections for one album, and I did the other album because they're very small, it's one hit because they're like 20 minute videos. Some of them, yeah. so yeah, it's whatever, you know, it goes if, if I get grief, I get grief, whatever. <laughs> I would be more worried about if I've got a copyright claim and been taken to court. <laughs> well, no, it's even um. 
it's funny. It, it's a weird thing because you can put something on. Well, I think Facebook's the hardest thing now nowadays. If you play play something on there, it flags it up all the time. It says it's owned by so and so. But I'm not making any money out of it. It's not like it's a channel where I'm trying to earn. So it's Facebook because the what I've always only ever have a problem with is YouTube. No, Facebook and Instagram, which are now the same people, aren't they? Yeah. And I've put stuff on there on Facebook, and it's down within it's 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 blank in seconds. And Instagram as well. I get an email saying this is copyrighted. <coughs> you know. Okay, but, but it's, it's crazy, but isn't it funny? Just briefly, just just turn the heads on that. What happened to Facebook the other day and Instagram? It all went down, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the whole world stopped because Instagram and Facebook went down. I have to say, I didn't notice. Well, I knew. My missus said, um, I, the reason I knew was because my missus said, you were trying to send a text message to someone, you couldn't do it. Yeah. And I, then I found out that that was the reason why. No, I'm. Uh... I've I've really I've, I think I've really been coming away from a lot of social media recently <clears throat> because um, the other thing as well is I've reinvigorated my love for photography. Mm-hmm. So I've got my digital SLR out and I've been going off uh, to different places. So uh, the other day I went up to uh, a place called Captain Cook's Monument. Mm, so pictures, yeah, yeah. So uh, you know. Captain Cook, obviously, very famous <laughs> character from uh, a place called Great Ayton, which was three miles away from where I used to live at Stokesy. Mm. And uh, on the North Yorkshire Mirrors, there is this monument that has been erected up there. So, yeah, sort of. Um, and it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful view up there. And there's another. Uh, famous hill called Rosebury Topping, which is right next to the place, so you can actually see all of that. And we went up there on Friday afternoon because mm. uh, my son's school was having a teacher training day, so my wife and I took the afternoon off. Well, my wife was off all day, I took the afternoon off, and then we went up on the moors. And uh, you know, I'd always wanted to go up there, <coughs> uh, and it's not far to go up, you know, it's, it's out, it's uh, a couple of miles, about four miles. Three miles outside of Great Ayton, near a place called Little Ayton, um, and you just there's a parking space. Then it's like uh, three quarters of a mile walk, which is all uphill. <laughs> it felt like you were walking up a forty-story. <coughs> mm. uh, but when you get to the top, you get such a massive view. You can see for miles and miles and miles. It's great. So I've got some nice pictures and stuff like that, which uh, I think I put one on Twitter. Uh, of the I monument. Saw, I saw on Facebook. Yeah, I've been thinking about on. I don't know about your local news, but they uh, do the thing of you know you can copy them into your Twitter and stuff like that. And then they'll if you know if they catch it and they like your photo, they'll put it on the weather the next day. Mm. So I've been thinking about doing a few things like that because I've got a few pictures I'm quite proud I of. When we misses to go for a picture down the beach. Somewhere we took photographs, and I did somewhere we went on an obscure. We found this. She showed me this bit of, this bit of beach, which you really can't get to. If you can walk down here, we ended up being tiptoed, you know, right through this bit to get to the bottom, and it's just desolate. And um, I think I put the pictures on Twitter actually. And yeah, it was nice. But then the thing was though, we weren't going to go back up that way. But so we go around the coastline because the tide was out. We can get out the other side of it. Otherwise, we'd be screwed. But then to get back to the car, we got to go all the way on the coastline. Yeah. And then up at a certain point. But then when you get up there, the car's way back the other way. <laughs> yeah, so you got to go right round. Yeah. But I got the message to go and get it, and I stayed with the dog. 
bonus. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, cool. Anyway, shall we uh, move on to uh, our first part of the show, which is uh, Gaming This Week? No longer a dream, but a reality. All right, so uh, Gaming This Week, and we've got lots of news for you. <laughs> so first off, Far Cry 6 disc problems for the PS5 upgrade. So yeah. evidently, if you've been uh, buying PS4 version of Far Cry 6 and thinking you're going to get the upgrade really easily for the PS5, you might find you can't access the upgrade to the PS5 version. So this is uh, was reported on our Facebook group. Evidently, there is um, an issue with some of the UK discs being the same as the Russian version of the disc. So what you need to do is, if you've got Far Cry 4 on, oh, sorry, 6 on um, PS4, check to see if you've got a black uh, Peggy 18 or 18 Plus box, uh, which is the Russian age certificate. Uh, if you've got that, you're going to have a problem with your upgrade. But evidently there is a workaround of creating a PS4 uh, and network account in for Russia, and then you'd be able to upgrade your game to the Russian version, and then switch back to the UK version to play the five PS5 download. That's poor show, isn't it? Yep, that is pretty poor, to be fair. I mean, I know there's been a bit of a problem with um, upgrades for the PlayStation. We know what's going. I mean, they did a bit of a turnaround with with something something there, haven't they? They were being ribbed about that for quite a while. Yeah, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, I I think that, well, I mean, these things happen. They happen on both sides of the fence, whether you're blue or green. You know, the, there's there's pros and cons to both consoles, but uh, that is pretty poor that you've got to swap regions. So, anyway. Uh, do you want to do the next one? Because mm. seeing as if we cut you, you bleed green. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Sony have just signed on the dot line to acquire Demon Souls. Bluepoint Games and not keen to be outdone. Microsoft again are looking at three big names to add to their grownness of dead. So it's been apparently reported now. I have heard about some of this. So we've got Crystal Dynamic, Bio Interactive, and Avalanche. Dev Tombs for Raider, um, Tomb of the Raider, Marvel Avengers, Hitman, and the new 007 game when that comes out. And even Deathloop's being eyed as a purchase, which I think that probably was linked to the buyout of um, Bethesda anyway. No, I think it's a uh, Deathloop Avalanche. <clears throat> oh, is it? I'm thinking yeah. of. Mostly, yeah, um, all, all of those games are uh, games from those ones. The two Crystal Dynamics did Tomb Raider mm. and Marvel Avengers. And oh, I, I thought definitely it was a Bethesda game, but it was coming out. Basically. No, sure. I don't think it is. Okay, all right. Um, Prove me wrong. But um, yeah, so yeah, I, I've, I've heard there's maybe even another one in, in the background somewhere they're looking to purchase. Right, its publisher is Bethesda, but the developer is Arcane mm. Studios. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> so yeah, interested, interested. I mean, don't you think it's just going to end up you're going to have to buy both consoles because it's going to be exclusives on one and exclusives on the other? Yeah, um, I think when you want to sort of broaden your portfolio, I think these things can, you know, is going to happen. Yeah, anyway. but you don't know. Sometimes they might decide to say we'll give it to you know from PlayStation to to purchase it or vice versa. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you wouldn't have thought Mass Effect would have gone on. You know, you know that was. Like set in stone, it'd never be over to PlayStation, would it? Well, that was what it was supposed to be, and then it suddenly turns up on uh, Mass Effect 2, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, such is life, such is life. <laughs> anyway, um, another one for uh, those of you who are on the PC community, and those of you who like achievements. Oh, 
and oh, that I wonder they... who that might fit that criteria. Uh, evidently, Epic Games uh, is going to add achievements system to where players can collect XP points when they play selected titles, and this is starting evidently next week. So the system is similar to those of other platforms such as Steam, uh, which uh, will be available to Epic players, and <clears throat> players will be able to lock Epic achievements and earn XP by completing in-game uh, objectives as normal. The games that have definitely got it coming uh, so far are Rocket League, Alan Wake Remastered, Pillars of Eternity, Zombie Army 4, uh, Kenna and Hades. So Epic will sort the achievement into four tiers based on the amount of XP that the players will uh, get from them. And those are Bronze, which will be 5 to 45, Silver, which will be 50 to uh, 95. Gold, Mm. which will be 100 to 200 XP. And Platinum, which will be 250 XP. Um, The games that have achievements will have an achievements page where the player can track the progress and share it with other players. The pages will also be available in the game's libraries as well. And the pages will also include outlines of each achievement of player's progress towards it and highlight in those areas that they're near completion. So I think that's uh, that's good for those of you who like achievements. And for those of you who don't like achievements, it's something for you to completely ignore and not mourn about. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got an achievement. Um, first achievement in a long time. I've got a couple of that today in the last, in the last week. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, just I forgot what they popped they like. I think this must have been the f- this must be the first month in forever that you've got more achievements than me because I've literally got no achievements this month. I, I haven't got, played I've anything got, yet. I've got one for No Man's Sky. Well, hey, and I've got one for uh, Alan Wake. <laughs> cool, <laughs> cool. I'd actually forgotten Alan Wake was uh, released. I'm really interested to hear what your thoughts on uh, mm. that are. But before that, we'll go through the new releases. Steve, do you want to start off with us? Sure. So we have Deathloop, just previously we were talking about. PC, PS5 with Bethesda. That was on the 14th. For the 15th, we've got... Actually, I've just noticed these are all out of date. They're both out. <laughs> well, we'll give them anyway. <clears throat> well, so no, got... we, might as, we might as well get the uh, the more up-to-date ones. I was on the wrong page when I pulled them well, if you Well, if you've got them, you can read them. Uh, so Alan, well, Alan Wake has come out this week. There's one. Yeah. Which I think is even on... Isn't that going on PlayStation as well, isn't it? Yeah, so there's not much out this week, to be fair. Um, so on the 12th, we've got Back for Blood. Mm-hmm. And that's on PS, a PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. Yeah, yeah. And then a Plague Tale Innocence on a PS5 and Xbox Series X on the 19th. So very little um, in the immediate future. So it's all well, not even next week. Looking at it, there's not even that much coming out. And I mean, I know that a Plague Tale is uh, next week. Mm. Metroid uh, Dread. Has just been released. Obviously, we've also had Far Cry and Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, which I think is like that Sonic one that they they did, and Hell Let Loose, which has gone straight to PlayStation uh, PSN, hasn't it? Which was interesting. And I don't know, you like your football? <coughs> did you see that you can get um, eFootball, which is the latest Pez for free on uh, Game Pass? Yeah, I know. I haven't looked at it yet. I mean, I haven't gone down the FIFA route this year yet. I'm, I'm still 
playing the older version, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, I might cave in at some point, maybe in the early in the new year. But I really can't be asked at the minute. Too much to do on Destiny, so. Yeah, indeed. But uh, yeah, yeah, interesting. Do you want to do the series that I hijacked? That series that we had the wrong. I put the wrong stuff in there. Do you want well, to do the games for gold? Games for gold. So yeah, even though, yeah, okay. So we got from the first of October to the thirty first. We got Aereo, which sounds like Oreo to me, but it's not. We have something else there, which is called Hoover or Hover. That's from the 16th to the 15th of November. The 360 games, we've got a Castlevania game, 1st to the 15th. And then 16th to the 31st, we've got Resident Evil, Codename Veronica, which I already own that one. Yeah, it's a good game, is that? I've already got that as well. Yeah, and if you want Metal Gear Solid, I purchased it for a fiver on Xbox. It's there at the moment for a couple more days as a discount. So Steak. It's, it's the HD collection. Yeah. So it's number two and three. Yeah, at... I might even see this that my son's finally digged out with PS1. I might even have a go at the original Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Because that's uh, it. We've been playing that. It's been brilliant. Um, <laughs> Xbox Game Pass, we've got on October the 5th, Totally Accurate Battle Simulator on cloud, console, and PC. On the 7th, we've got uh, the procession to Cavalry, console, cloud, PC. Visage on console, cloud, PC. Tub of the 12th, Back for Blood, console, cloud, PC. And Destiny Beyond Light, PC. Mm. Um, we've got October the 14th, uh, Ring of Pain, cloud, console, PC. And the that sounds of- bad, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, just. Uh, why's that song? The Burning Ring of Fire commits on. <laughs> and on October the 15th, we've got The Good Life. Uh, console cloud and PC as well. Titles leaving uh, the Xbox Game Pass are Gonna 2, which is appropriate, I suppose, for giving the title. Heave Ho, which again is probably another uh, perfectly named title. Katana Zero, Scourge Brigger, Tales of uh, Vesperia, and The Sword of Ditto. Have you tried the cloud gaming yet, Mike? No, no. Happens. So you can do it from your Xbox, can't you? Everything. Everything. So you can play a game in the cloud without having to download it. Yeah, I keep tr- thinking about trying PlayStation. Uh, there is, there is a PlayStation thing. now on the yeah. Xbox as a sort of like Inception sort of moment. So yeah, there's a thing. If you go to the Xbox um, page for it on the console, there's like about fifteen, I think fifteen, twenty games for the cloud. So not bad, not bad. Yeah. So you, do you want to do PlayStation? Is it it's your neck of the woods? Yeah, see, this, uh, I'm probably more blue these days than I am green. Um, mm. Hell Let Loose is uh, being released on PS5. We've got Mortal Kombat X on the PS4, uh, PGA 2K21 on the PS4, and Castlevania Requiem, uh, Symphony of the is it King or something? Mm-hmm. Symphony of the, of the Right, sorry, whatever it is. Uh, that one is also available on the PS4, all on PlayStation Plus this month, which is quite decent, really. No, I've got two of those on the Xbox, so... Um, yeah. Well, Hell Let Loose is also, you know, you out as well, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I've got, yeah. Two, I've got the Golf game and I've got Mortal Kombat 10. I've got both of those. I've actually owned them. Cool. Uh, we've got PlayStation now, the Amnesia Collection, so don't forget about that. Desperados 3, Fallout 76%, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered, Last of Us Part 2, Victor Ran Overkill Edition and yet another um, Zombie Defense HD. Oh god, those Twitch ones are tiny. What have we got there then? I can make out Alien Isolation there. Right, Twitch HD. We've uh, sorry, Twitch rather, or Prime Gaming, whatever it's called now. We've got uh, Star Wars Squadrons on Origin, Ghost Runner, Alien Isolation, Whiskey Zombies, Great Southern Zombie Escape, Wallace and Gromit, The Bogeyman, uh, Wallace and Gromit, uh, 
Muzzled, Secret Files 3, Song of Horror Complete Edition, Tiny Robots Recharged, Blue Fire, Wallace and Gromit, The Last Resort, Red Wings, Ace of the Skies, Wallace and Gromit, uh, Fright of the Bumblebees. So, again, not too bad considering that sort of like giveaway on Amazon Prime. Mm. Um, definitely worth, even if you don't have um, a PC, but you might be thinking of getting one at some point. It's worth just adding these as they keep coming on to your account. Mm. So yeah, just can I go back and just a quick question for you? So yeah, Destiny Two is coming to PC. Yeah. Is that coming to the Game Pass side? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Game Pass side. Not um, I think where was it? Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass Beyond Light PC. Yeah. I'll tell you why in a minute. <laughs> you getting a PC? No, I was talking to an old friend of mine. I'll talk about it in a minute. Okay. Uh, Epic available now. We have PC Building Simulator. That's available until the 14th at 4 o'clock, at which time it will then be Paladin's Epic Pack and Stubbs the Zombie uh, Rebel Without a uh, Pulse, and that'll be available until the 21st of October. Hmm. So, Steve, let us know what this conversation was all about then. And uh... So I was playing... I, I had a I had a text from, from Glenn. Oh, right, OK. And I was playing to him for quite a while. We normally do touch base every now and then. In the, yeah. Our business. And so what we did is, he was on his PC, and I was on the Xbox, and we played No Man's Sky together. Cool. And he dropped into my world. Yeah. So I could, he's been playing it for a while. I couldn't remember the, what I had to play this. Obviously, I've got to a certain point, and I'm still on the first planet. But it was good to have a chat, and we were just, you know, we were just doing a bit of grinding in there. and But it played really well. I was very surprised that, you know, you wouldn't have known that he was on the PC. Just well have been Xbox. Well, you think about it logically. There's no reason for it to play any different. No, no, not at all. Very smooth. Yeah. So we were chatting about that, and it, it, I said, "I'm sure Destiny 2 is coming to the coming to uh, PC." So I'm twisting his arm to play that. Yeah. You know, so watch this space for that one. I just actually sent my message to remind him. Yeah, come on, Glenn. We need to uh, get enough people for a rage. You can join our fire team. Yeah. So, so that was that was, it was just a, it was just one night we did it, but didn't realise we we started about eight o'clock and didn't stop till one in the morning. Okay. <laughs> didn't realise the time. That's a lot of grinding for No Man's Sky, to be fair. I mean, I didn't do it. We we didn't we, we did more chat to the end, but you know, um, yeah. it reminded me of how to play the game and do the mining for what I was after. But you know, yeah, it was it, good for that. So you've played the latest pack then? Yeah, I just re-downloaded it. And it's got my game saved. Yeah. Downloaded downloaded a free pack. For some things, I don't know what they were. But, uh, There's been lots of. I I seriously think that um, Hello Games should get Developer of the Century for how they supported that game. Yeah, it's it's had a it's had a um, long way, isn't it? Yeah, a long and tortured way with Sony throwing them under the bus and everything. So yeah, so did a bit of that. So I also I started Alan Wake Remastered. So, so how is it? I'm only at the very beginning, so if you, do you remember playing the game? Oh yes, one of my favourite games. Completed it on a, several times, I think. So I'm a, so I down. I just did a digital download for it. It's easy thing to do. And I just got to the lighthouse. That's as far as I've literally done the first part of the um, the introduction. Right. I'm trying to remember to collect the flask this time. Yeah. Because that's one of the collectibles in the game. Isn't there? There's a hundred flasks to get. Yes. Yeah, is it flasks or is it lights? It's flask. It's like you know, you know, like cup of tea flask. Yeah, the old school, old school ones that we used to do. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, there was two levels. There's the there's the extra hard ones to get and the normal ones. Mm. And I've never bothered collecting all of the really hard ones, and I really wish I had. Yeah. 
I mean, <coughs> obviously, at this part of the game, it's all blacks and whites and darks, isn't it? In the um, at night time, you know, with the flashlight and the and the flare as well, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how this game plays plays on once I get into it a bit. I like the sort of game I play at night time as well. Oh, you got to play it at night time. It's not good playing it in the day. I want to try it with my headphones on as well because I did when I purchased my first um, set of headphones for the Xbox at the time. That was when the Alan Wake came out, so it was a long time ago. But yeah, it's a, a game that I finished easily. Uh, also, with the, they did the DLC too, two packs for DLC. Do you remember those? Yeah, I do indeed. And it's very, very episodic as well. Because remember, you have like credits and music at the end each time, and they're like playing. I think who was who was these songs they were playing? Now? Yeah. Oh. Do you remember on uh, Microsoft they had the uh, like little videos of as well of Alan Wake mm. at that point? I mean, I think it's one of Remedy's best games. Yeah, definitely. And I want that they need to do a sequel of as soon as possible. Well, I think if this goes, if this if this is getting the love it's getting, I think that will push them to do it. Yeah, uh, I really hope that you know that, you know they they really they've been thanking the community as well. I've seen a lot of posts on their Facebook page and, and Twitter and stuff like that. So I think it's great. It's a great um, standalone story. And there's little bits I remember, but I I'm just gonna not even go back. I mean I do have it on the 360 as well. Still I do own a copy of it. But I thought look for, for what it is, not a lot of money to pick up. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, because I'm sure you'll probably go down that route as well, aren't you? To be honest, when I saw that you'd got it, I thought, oh, I didn't realise that was out. And I thought, shall I buy it? And I thought, no, just calm it down. Because I've just bought a, a few other little bits. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I hadn't. I mean, you mean, I, had, I had to purchase three months of uh, Game Pass Ultimate. Right. Mine was running out, so I just did that with uh, CD keys. There's no deals at the minute anywhere that's anything worth going for. So I just did a three-monthly. I don't mind doing it that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I was lucky I managed to just dip in at the end of uh, a deal so I got a year worth of it, uh, it for about 70 quid or something wasn't it? it was less than that I think yeah but I might have been about 70 quid it, it was it was really cheap whatever I got it for I can't remember now mm-hmm. but I'm more sort of concerned because my, my PlayStation now is about to run out so I don't know whether or not to renew it or not I don't really play that much on PlayStation now at the moment but that's not to say I would I know what you mean I mean yeah. I'm more I'm more interested in keeping my Xbox one going there than the PlayStation. Mm. There's also the continuity as well. <clears throat> yeah. Because it mucks that up, doesn't it, when you, your time... What you, in what way, sorry? Oh, your... Uh, yeah, your... Uh, years yeah. you've been doing it. Yeah, because I've been an Xbox user a lot more years than it says that I've been an Xbox user. <laughs> so, oh, really? Yeah. Is that, is that because you missed a couple of... Well, there was at one point I wasn't playing games online, so I just didn't bother with um, you know with xbox live and back then remember it was still about 30 quid mm. for a year but you never got any free games because i know nobody ever acknowledges it these days but the reason why the free games ever started was it was started by sony after they got hacked and it was such a long time that the network was down and then they started giving away people free games and then it became part of psn and Microsoft mm. copied that basically and did exactly the same sort of thing in order to keep competitive, um, which has been, you know, ultimately was great value for us. But, you know, it, back then, when, when you first look at the original first couple of years of PlayStation and Xbox, it wasn't really, unless you were playing online, there was no point in having Plus. And I wasn't mm. playing online, so I didn't. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. So consequently, mine says I've got 13 years. Mm. How many did you say? 16, something like that. I don't know. Actually. I've not really, I've not really made it 
touches that. I did make a touch of something where I'll share with you in a minute when we're talking about destiny because I've broken a milestone. <clears throat> what, a million kills or something like that? No. <laughs> I'll mention it in a minute when we talk. I knew you were in a. Well, go on, talk about Destiny, Steve, because you obviously it's you to talk about it. So, so no, so I was just looking. I was just looking at um, my playtime with Destiny One, and I've now superseded that with Destiny Two. Right. Um, I'll have to just see if I can find the, the screen. I think it'd be a screenshot. Actually, I could go. I know I can find it. <clears throat> and so, so my playtime for Destiny is was. 1,323 hours, and Destiny 2 is now 1,338 hours. So I've overtaken my Destiny 1 with Destiny 2. That can't be right, because I'm sure you had nearly 2,000 hours on Destiny. <clears throat> well, this was, I looked on um, Time with, there's one of the websites I looked on, unless you can see it differently on the Xbox. I don't yeah, know. you see it differently is on it, the is Xbox. It day, it's days, though, isn't it? Oh, 1,000 days played. It says H on the end, so is that hours, surely? Yeah, that's hours. 1,338 hours and 56 minutes, it says again. You see, I'm really surprised at that, because you've played Destiny loads more than I have. Mm. Absolutely loads. I mean, yeah, that might be wrong. It, yeah, since it went on to Steam, <clears throat> I have played over a 1,000 hours of it. Mm. In matter of fact, that was my milestone, was playing a 1,000 hours on Steam this week. So... I, I, I'm just surprised. I, I was sure. Unless, unless, it's, unless, unless I can see it on Xbox. I don't know. Can I? I can't remember if you can. Yeah, you can on the Xbox. Uh... <clears throat> I'm quite curious now. So right. You... T- time played. Mm-hmm. You've played 109 days, 18 hours and 50 minutes on Xbox, on Destiny. How many days? 109. Have <laughs> 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 you got a problem? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dear <laughs> Anonymous. That- <laughs> yeah, that, I'm because I'm, I'm looking at the leaderboard, mm. and my time. I mean, this is this is you've done an extra fifty days and uh, thirteen hours to me, because <laughs> I'm on fifty nine days and five yeah. hours and twenty two minutes. So you've done an extra fifty days to me. You're third on the leaderboard. Who's on top then? Duke Duke fan seventy six. Okay, we, we used to we used to do raids with him, <clears throat> um, and Chunky Monkey is uh, at 157. So yeah, I've been to a him for a while actually. No, where did you find that again? I'm, I'm looking on the Destiny app. I'm on the Xbox uh, console companion that I got that. So on Destiny Two, mm-hmm. uh, that's interesting. When I got a Destiny Two, try that one console edition. Yeah, that's it. So achievements. Time played. Now, bearing in mind, this is... Right, you've played 91 days, 15 hours and 13 minutes, mm. according to the Xbox console companion. So what would that be? So so you're right, you're, you're still short, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where that's added it up from. Maybe that's maybe it's not right. It's one of the websites I went to. <clears throat> yeah, but I'm, I'm just looking at what Microsoft... Because I thought, that sounds... I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised because of the amount of time that you've played Destiny 2. I do, I do three hours a night, easy. Yeah, but we we used to do several hours a night. Well, we used to be, yeah. I mean, I do try to get to bed. When it was you, me and Chris, and we used to be like, we're supposed to be getting up in an hour. Ah, <laughs> hell, <Paul Smith. laughs> we'll power through. Ah, there were the days. But, uh, but yeah, so how are you getting on? So we obviously, we've had a bit of a play time together. Yeah, we've, uh, because Destiny has uh, finally switched on crossplay. We've all been playing on our own favourite machines. Yes, I've been playing PC, <clears throat> you've been playing Xbox. Mark's been joining us on uh, Xbox or 
PlayStation. Yeah, I mean, I've been diving into the uh, into trials a little bit, and I had one main mission to get through one weekend by going right round to from from the first one back to what's the old old school way of saying prestiging so, it. I'm I'm confused mm. about this. Are you doing an LFG on this? No, you, if you look, if you go to if you go on onto the planet, you go to Crucible. It's on yeah. there at the moment. I've already actually started again, so I've just, I've done a couple of games. Yeah, because I I went on there just out of curiosity to look, and I clicked on doing trials, mm. and it wouldn't let me do it because it said I wasn't in a group. So how are you doing trials when it's you on your own? No, you must have clicked the wrong thing. There's two things inside there. You go into Crucible. Your trials labs. I will show you. I've started again. So let me just log in. So they've got things, something called Trials Lab. So Trials is normally three versus three. Yeah. So what you do is you go into matchmaking with two other people. Yeah, and... that's what I mean. Matchmaking's not on. But, yeah, but it is. It is. It is. So if you go into Crucible, you go to Trials there. You've got Trials of Osiris. You've got the, the labs there. Um, go and go, go and go, go and see. <clears throat> pick up your Trials ticket, first of all. Ah, uh, I haven't picked up a Trials ticket. Pick up one of the Trials tickets. And then, <coughs> then start playing three that was versus a, three elimination. That was it. I hadn't picked up a trials ticket because, uh, as and as Mark keeps taking the mick out of me with it, I hate trials. I hate crucible. But honestly, I've picked up all the weapons now. I've got a lot. I've got all the weapons and I've got the armor as well for for playing with this part of the game. Yeah. And the, the submachine gun is one of the best for PV, PVE in the game. It's really good. Yeah. And I've got a good role in it as well. So every time you you get a win, you get a, you get something to go back and pick up. Every time you go around, keep going around as well. You, you keep just getting more time, just getting more and more of the um, <clears throat> of the engrams, you know. Yeah. I'm just... And it's it's worth. I've enjoyed it. I know you don't like Crucible at the best of times, but three versus three, and I'm testing excellent guns. Yeah. You know, I was winning every now and then, losing every now and then, so I don't worry about that. But I was the only all... time I don't mind try, uh, don't mind Crucible is. The mode, I can't, you know, uh, I can't remember what it's called. It's one of the mayhem modes, but it's the one where your super recharges instantly. Yeah. That one, I'll play that all day. I don't mind that one at all, but it's very rarely on. Mm. But all of the, well, I don't mind mayhem to a point, but other than that, I'm just really not into it. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I, you know, I did that. I've gone all the way around. Also, what it did help, it helped with the Crucible one as well. So that chipped away at that at the same time. So I then did a reset that, on that. Done a reset. So this 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 last couple of weeks, I've done a reset in Gambit. I've done a reset in Trolls and a reset in the Crucible. Mm. So I've done three resets. I've done a reset in Crucible because I had to in order. Well, two resets in Crucible because I had to get the uh, rocket launcher and the uh, ornament ornament to go with it. So that when I, that came up as a weekly challenge, that's not a challenge. That's a grind. There's a difference between a challenge and a grind, and that was definitely <laughs> a grind. I mean. I've, I've not been too fussed about it. I've been more trying to get the seal complete, obviously, the way that works. Well, I've got... There's only two things left on the seal left for me, and I can't do them because one hasn't been... Well, one's hidden and the other one hasn't been... One of, them, one of them you've got have all the mods, but I haven't got, I've got I've got the mods every week, so... Yeah, I've got the mods every week as well. No, what I'm saying is I haven't, it's two more to come. I've yeah. Got, I've got six out of seven on No, you haven't got them all. You haven't got them all. All, then, all of, it's, only, not. it's only the bottom two that are not opened up for me now. So, yeah, Legendary Alignment have been about a week or so's time. Yeah, no, you can get that one there now, Steve. Oh, I don't know what I need to do there then, because at the moment I've got every mod that's come out on my on there. So. You've got, you're obviously missing one. Yeah, well, no. have, have you done all of the... Because I think that there was there a, a mod or whatever on the uh, Shattered Realm in 
hidden somewhere or something. I can't. Yeah, I've, I've completed the shattered realm for all the different areas. I've been through and collected everything I need to collect. You've done absolutely everything in the shattered realm. Yep, I can tell you so. So I've done. Is it the, Rath, the ruins of Wrath? Yeah. Debris of Dream, Forest of Echoes. So those are the round ones. Those those four there. I've done all of them. I've got everything ticked off in the box. Thanks to a certain YouTuber that I was using to help me out. Oh, which one were you using? <coughs> Oh, good, 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 good. Oh, what's his name? He's with E now. I have to look in a minute when you're chatting. <clears throat> but yeah, he was um, very thorough in the, the route to take to collect everything. Even though I already started collecting bits and pieces anyway, just getting yeah. the hidden mysteries and stuff like that. Uh, very, I think it was a very clever season. I don't think it's been a bore at all. I don't know. I think the Shattered Realms get means getting really boring. Wait till you've got to do, like, a legendary version of it. That might be worth doing with two or three of us, maybe. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the mysteries and stuff like that, the, the the one that was the most puzzling, and I wouldn't say really puzzling because I realised what it was on the, after the first run, mm. was the, uh, the the second one after you'd really opened up all of the things on the compass, uh, where you could, you could get the true sight and true movement and all of that, and... Uh, you had to kill three lots of extra yellow shielded or oh. yellow armoured ones on three different levels. So that but, was the one where you got you had the three floors, you had three little fires that you had to yeah. um, go, you had to put your orb, bang your orb in. No, no, that out. was the witches. Excuse <coughs> me. That was the witches. No, this one, um, you had, to, you had, it was the one where it was the chest that was protected by your force field. That's what I'm on about. Yeah. Because in front of that, you lit up. Oh, yeah, the... so, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. It, did, it lit three fires when you went. Uh, a, a fire every time you did a. Um... Killed one, killed a wick. Yeah, okay. came back with your. Yeah, use yeah. your cord, then it lit a That's fire. It. Yeah, yeah, that was good fun, that. I enjoyed that. I, d- I didn't mind it, but it, it wasn't sort of like, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't rocket science. No, there's um, different ways of doing it. I mean, when I watched it being done, even though I'd done sort of probably half it anyway already at the time, and uh, it's more for the hidden, hidden like when you've got true sight and you've got those little hidden orbs, for example, you, you, you crack open and stuff like that. I missed one on one run, but then did a second one and found it. But uh, yeah, yeah, and there, sh- there should be, I did the. Um, <clears throat> what have I just done recently in there? So let's go into my weapons and also find it. So, so Aegis Scepter, which has been really cool. I like the way you use that in the realm as well to break down different walls. Yeah. So I've now got the Catalyst for it. Right. Which I completed. Uh, that was dead easy to do. I think speed up and went to the moon. And... So which, sorry, which one don't you have? You know, you said, uh, which was, what was the name of the one that you don't have? What, the mods? Yeah. What was, the name, what was the name of the um, Triumph? No, it's not a Triumph. It, well, well, part of the seal, because they're, they're, they're all Triumphs that make up the seal, aren't they? Mods, mods of the Lost. got six out of seven. Definitely get them all. So which one have I not got? I don't How know. Do I, know? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one you haven't got. Can you tell? No, no, it just tells me I've got seven out of seven. Maybe because the mods come from the Wayfinder, don't they? Have I you, know what it is. Have, have you opened up all of your Wayfinder? Obviously, but I know what it is. What level are you? Uh, I'm... Because when you go to the helm, what are you going to do anyway? When you go to the helm <clears throat> and you go down to where the Wayfinder is in the compass, yeah. on the right-hand side of that, obviously... There's a um, there's what you pick up as you go, and depending on what level you are. Because I reckon I'm, all, I'm over level two hundred. No, 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 not that. No, what oh, level? Light level. Are, no, the level when you go to the Wayfinder's compass. Oh, level twenty. Yeah, that's why you've got them all then. Yeah. Because I'm level. Remember, you have it a bit more than we than I did for a while, didn't you? Remember, when you really 
kind of. Yeah. So, hold on, I've got two. Hold on, I'm level 19. I'm going to do this live. So, I'm just going to take these two items here. I've got, I'm still level 19. And if I look low level, you can see all the all the mods that I've opened up. Yeah. And the last thing there to pick up is the Celestial Photography. I don't think is, I've got that one yet. Which is level 20, which is the, um, that's, that's the emblem. That maybe I have. I don't know. I can't remember. It was the beginning of the week that I did that, Tuesday. So, so. Yeah, so all the mods that are there, I've got. Obviously, the Wayfinder's compass is complete. Yeah. So maybe if I hit level 20, another one that might appear or something, which I will have a little crack at tonight, actually. I think you have to get the end of level 20. Yeah, or get to end, get or hit 20, because you're level 20, aren't you? Yeah, if not. Yeah. Well, I'm level 19. I've got another level to go yet, so I will crack on with that when we finish the show, actually. Yeah. But they've all appeared. Obviously, I think that's what it is. I think another one will probably pop up. Mm. <clears throat> but... I mean, I, th- I think that the great thing is now is that cross-play is on here, and it doesn't matter what platform you're on, you can play with each other. And they have their own uh, sort of like friend system, so you can invite people to be in your f- uh, friends group who are different on different platforms. Yeah, because you've got a hashtag now with a number, haven't you? Yeah, you have. Which I, th- I think it's absolutely fantastic. It works brilliantly. Um, I mean, it was no problem for us to all get together and then doing the... Uh, was it the prestige, the ship issued? Yeah, because you were you were just picking them up. Yeah, I've, so I've got some news to talk about as well with Destiny. I don't know if you've heard any news. No, I haven't heard news. Okay, so beginning February the twenty second, the Forsaken campaign and Tangled Shore destination will enter the vaulted system. Oh yes, I have Destiny. heard about this because people have been going crackers over this. Yeah. So just before then, what's going to happen is for, pe- for, for people who haven't played it or won't haven't played it, it's going to be coming free to play as well. Yes. So that becoming free to play, I think, see when it is, um, December the seventh. So and then that part of year four is going to vanish like the other everything else is gone. <laughs> yeah, it's going to go away. Van Moose. And it's got um, what they're going to do is they're going to keep the existing um, battlegrounds and stuff like that. They're going to shift all some of that into another area so we don't lose it. And also the uh, prestige and stuff like that, the, the prestige which is involved in that, that's getting moved as well. So we won't lose that exotic. Yeah. But um, so the fruit, so that will disappear on probably the 22nd. And obviously we're going to have all the new content start for the next year, for year five. And I'm sure all linked to the uh, the new content, then it will. There's the reason why. I know, I can see why people are moaning about it, but if they're giving us different areas and they want to keep the size of the game to a certain point, which you don't want to have it go belly up due to the file size, mm. you know. But then they're going to bring other stuff back, aren't they? They're going to be bringing back another old raid. I think that raid was about the one we had fun the most. I remember playing Crota the first time that we ever did it. And we're spending about three hours getting absolutely nowhere on it mm. until at the end of it, it just used to be right, right, give us a minute, I'll just get to the end and I'll kill the thing and then everybody else can just run straight Cause, through. Because what you did at the beginning of it, you jumped down and obviously you had to, t- obviously you had those little mini towers that would warm up yeah. at a certain point. I would explode. But you have you go first because you would go invisible. Yeah, because hunters and could go invisible yeah, by kneeling. That's it. I mean, we would follow behind you to get up to the top. Take yeah. out the boss at that point there, go across that bridge into the next part. So we used to cheese the, the next bridge. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And through there into the next part and out to the last main section. But that was such fun, that one. I'd love to see that back. I think 
I, I would be so annoyed if we do get it back. I'm sure it will come back. It's got, mm. it's got to come back. And to be honest, I like that one much more than I did uh, like the Vault of Glass. I was never a fan of the Vault of yeah. Glass. Because Unfortunately, it was... see, if you play a lot of Crucible, everybody's using that weapon from the Vault of Glass at the moment. <sighs> I know. And the Vexmuther class is owning everybody. And I did throw a video on our little three-way chat on how to do it. Cause, uh, yeah, but you have to have someone who's already got to that point, the Athian point, haven't you? Or if not, just run it from the scratch. And, they, and that video, I think it shows how to, you know. But it's not, a, it's not about, even though you've got to have certain weapons, the weapons are all overpowered anyway, but we have to a certain yeah. degree. So it's about doing it more than anything. But... Yeah, I mean, when that goes, it'd be, you know, I know I can see why people are missed because you paid for that, you paid for that content and it's going away. You spend that money. Yeah, I think the most people who would be miffed are those people who have bought it, I mean, hardly it. played it, mm. and then wanted, thinking, oh, I'll come back to it later. But it's a server-based game, and they're never going to stay static. No, but you know, it is what it is. I'm sure if they're going to make us all happy by bringing something else back anyway, as a part of the, uh, you know. But yeah, that was that was just seeing that. Melt Twitter at one point. Everyone was going on about it, you know. Oh, it was so funny, wasn't it? <laughs> but uh, I, know, I, know, I know, and I was listening to Destin Gary talk about it on his YouTube channel, and he said, "Well, if you don't, you know, you can stand the point and not buy stuff or do this and that." And he said, "Yeah, people tried that in Call of Duty, but all those people that did that standing still went and paid for it and paid it anyway. So it don't, you know, just go with the flow, really." Absolutely. So yeah, but we've got the 30th anniversary coming shortly. And the Galahorn, if you're going to buy the pack, the Galahorn will be there at some point. Should have been the Icebreaker. Yes, I missed that one as well. <laughs> My favourite gun in the game ever. Hiding, hiding in that corner, using the Icebreaker as a, as a way to get, get the main boss on that one that, certain run the, we did. The, the amount of times that I soloed uh, Nightfall on just using the blooming mm. Icebreaker... But it's it's funny now. When I do the night, I do the nightfalls every week. I'll go and do, I'll go and match made in the heroic one. Yeah. I just use use my bow. I just use the bow, and it just works so well. It just it does if you hang back. Hmm. But with three of you doing whatever, we I mean you know I've done a couple of times where we've, we've actually and last week's nightfall we actually um, did it within the, the, the limit to to go and get another drop. Um. Yeah. No, I've really been. It, I really got the buzz back with Destiny. He's not. I mean, no, there's not a lot of games that can do that right now. Yeah, I, I had the buzz back, but I'm starting starting to recede a little bit now because I think I'm a bit sick of the Shattered Realm um, grind. But fortunately, that, that, we've yeah, got the event uh, coming on. Yeah. yeah. That's done. There's obviously going to be one. There's going to be one to do, which will be the harder version of that. Uh, I thought that it was the astral alignment that they were doing the harder version. Oh, of. it might be astral alignment. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, there's. I heard there's going to be a, another mission to complete to take the, the, the link to the, 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 the you know the witches um, stuff and bit stuff to do with that. But we'll see. I mean, it might actually. What will happen is we'll probably get that event happen if you if you're around there at the right time. Yes. Well, that's what the 30th anniversary stuff's supposed to be about, isn't it? Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been really good, and I've really enjoyed us, uh, the three of us, picking up uh, as well, you know, where that sort of left off. Well, yeah. you know, I'm picking that up again. Mm. It's always nice having a game with Mark. Yeah. And the other, the last other thing is, obviously, when the Tangled Chore goes, Spider. Yeah. This currency is going to go to Master Raul on the tower, so we won't lose any of that. Yeah, because the amount of times that I've uh, traded resources for Glimmer 
I do it every week, probably about two or three times. Oh, I haven't done it yet for a while because I've just got to a certain point and I'm just spending it. Yeah, well, so, so have I, because what light level are you now? I think I'm... Oh, I can probably check if the game's running, isn't it? I'm a bit behind you two, so you're, you're in front of me, weren't you? Um, yeah. I think I'm 1343. Yeah, 1346. Yeah, so there's far, so, far way to go for the, the, uh, the other nightfall, yeah. Yeah, that's the... Uh, that's the killer because on, on all of the other challenges for <clears throat> every week up mm. until this week, by this time, I've completely completed them all. Mm. Um, but obviously this time I haven't because we've got the uh, Grandmaster Nightfall and that will definitely need three of us. And the minimum amount is a three, four, five to enter that. That's the weekly challenge. So you need to go into your season. It's not on there. It's not on that screen, Steve. You need to go onto the director as opposed to your character. Oh, okay. And then go into the season. Oh, I've thought about it now. I've got things to talk about. Yeah, but you've got to complete a Grandmaster for this week's weekly challenge. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't completed all of them yet anyway. Um, they'll get done as they get done. I'm yeah, well, we, we tried going in earlier on on a Master Night for the three of us. We couldn't get past the first pick. <laughs> but we were a lot lower light power then. Yeah. But to be fair, it was also a lot easier Nightfall. <laughs> No, it's yeah, it's they're difficult. And so some of those, um, I did. I would say I've done a couple of the, uh, <clears throat> you know, the uh, missions down in the bunkers and stuff like that. Yeah. When you go solo, when I did, I got a couple of bits and pieces for doing it. The lost got, sectors. Yeah. So I've done a couple of those on my own. Got that. Got the chest at the end. Yeah, me and Mark did uh, one of the uh, legendary lost sectors. Mm. You got to try on your own, mate. That's that's the kitty. That was a tough one. That was. Because that's where you get your exotic stuff. I've yeah. got some boots and stuff, which you, you can't get any other way other than that, unfortunately. Uh, when, I, when I actually look, all of the only exotics I haven't got are the ones that are on the uh, Nightfall, oh, on the raid. Yeah, but there are ones in the lost sectors when you go solo. Not according to the list, I've got all of them. Yeah, there is, there is. There's only, there's only certain ones you can get in, in, in there as well. Exotic, not legendary. <laughs> exotic, yeah. There is exotic armour you can only get in, in those little fun packets to do. <laughs> Right, but, I'll have a look. Um, but you might pop on later when I'm on, I don't know. But as soon as this is finished, I'll be jumping on anyway. Yeah, well, I'll be, I'll be edited. <laughs> yeah, it won't take five minutes, though, will it? It doesn't nowadays. Remember when it used yeah. to take me hours. Shall we, um, we move on? Because people have fallen asleep. Let's talk about Destiny. So. Yeah, let's move on. So we'll go into movies, TV, and streaming. In quest of a better life. All right, so movies, TV, and streaming. I haven't really got much. Well, I haven't put any news in here, Steve. Have you got any uh, any any movie news? No, I think all the movie news is more to do with James Bond. I think at the moment, you know, there's there's lots of talk about who's going to take take over from him. You know, there's you know all these theories we won't go into now anyway. We can use some of that. I think I think one one bit of news is about the Expanse is coming back. Mm. Did you ever watch the Expanse? No, I haven't, no. Oh, you really enjoy it, Steve. Uh, mm. It took me a couple of goes to get into it, but uh, once I did, I was hooked. Um, obviously, you know, it's a sci-fi uh, story about our solar system uh, and about, you know, humans who have uh, gone out into the outer reaches of the solar system. And then uh, there's sort of like this alien proto-molecule and lots of things happen over the course of five seasons. Anyway, it's on Prime and its last season is coming and I believe it's about December mm-hmm. uh, it's coming out. So looking forward to that. That'll be really, really good. Uh, other than that, I think that there's the uh, 
Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City trailer out, isn't there as well, that people can see? I don't know what, for the Netflix show? Yeah. I haven't looked at that yet. Is the, um, is the last Spider-Man trailer out yet? You know? No, not yet. Well, I'm just waiting to see that after watching... I did actually watch Spider-Man 2 the other night. Uh, Far From Home? No, the um, Tobey Maguire one. All oh, right, okay, yeah. Which has got Doc Ock in it. Yes. Because he's coming back in that, as we know, in the in the new film, isn't he? And it's 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 a same <laughs> character playing it as well, which it's is a weird crossover, which we're going to get anyway. I think that the idea is it's supposed to be the same Doc Ock. <clears throat> it is. It is the same same actor as well. Yeah, but yeah. also the Green Goblin as well. Yeah, but then I've heard rumours. I'm assuming this is to do with the timey windy stuff that Tobey Maguire is going to be in it, and so is the um, other Andrew Spider-Man. Garfield. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not. Timey Wimey, it's the um, it's the multiverse, isn't multiverse. it? Multiverse, yeah. That's why, I, that's why I call it Timey Wimey. Yeah, so um, basically on uh, Loki, that was all about the multiverse and the fact that there was the prime timeline and mm. uh, Loki and Sylvie sort of broke it. Yeah, cocked it up. Well, to be fair, Loki tried, well, we're not going to say, but um, it ended up getting cocked up. And it also introduced the next Thanos level sort of baddie to the universe as well. So um, yeah, but, interesting to see the trailer because what, what, what's going to be. Yeah, weird. I mean, I, I do like. See, I, don't get me wrong. I know Tobey Maguire can seem a bit of a wimp compared to the others, maybe. But I did enjoy Spider Man and Spider Man Two. Spider Man Three wasn't as good, but I did. Enjoy no, it was. It wasn't as good, but it was okay. Hmm. I, I would. I would have liked to have seen that go to that trilogy go to a quadrilogy. I really enjoyed that Spider-Man. Mm. You know, Tobey Maguire. I never thought I would like a Spider-Man as much as Tobey Maguire's, but I have to say, Tom Holland, he's done a fantastic job. Oh, he has, yeah, absolutely. With the guy in the middle, and he had a bit of a bit of one shot, didn't he? A couple of shots, had it. Yeah, he had two. <clears throat> yeah, um, I, I, he was okay, but he—if you know what I mean—he was a bit too cool to be Peter Parker. Mm. Um, Peter Parker's always been sort of like a shy, kind of like nerdy kid and I think Tobey Maguire that was just Tobey Maguire and I think Tom Holland does that role quite well as well mm. uh, whereas Andrew Garfield he was almost too much of a hipster sort of Spider-Man, it just didn't feel right to me Yeah, I can't think of the tennis player who reminds me of now um, <clears throat> No, it wasn't Tim Hemmer, it was the other guy <laughs> Right But <sighs> Anyway, let's move on to cinema releases. So this, uh, well, 11th, we've got The Ghosts of Borley Rectory. Sounds interesting. What I'm looking forward to, and I've just realised I'm going to be taking my son to probably see this next week, now that I know it's out, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when my son saw this, his eyes lit up like little Christmas trees. Uh, the Last Duel, Halloween Kills, Ron's Gone Wrong, and The Beat Test. So and I want to see Halloween. I'd like to see Halloween Kills end of the month, nearer Halloween if I can. Yeah, that's when I want to go and see it. So do you know what? Didn't... Last year I bought Halloween on Blu-ray, and I've not watched which, it because of... which one? The the latest one, or you know the, um, the 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 sequel to the original. Well, no, you went um... <clears throat> with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in when she's older. Yeah, the one that came out two years ago, three years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, I bought that on Blu-ray. Well, you need to watch that before you see Halloween Kills, so. Yeah, but what I've what I've done is I've not watched it because I wanted to watch it on Halloween. <laughs> well, that's right. You might not get to see Halloween Kills for a while anyway. But uh, yeah, but yeah, no, 
the term yeah I saw that when did I see that yeah just after, just after when I saw John Carpenter on stage in concert because he, he actually premiered some of the footage of it in the concert yeah when he was when he was doing the Halloween track <clears throat> anyway do you want to do the Blu-ray releases okay so for your your viewing pleasure we have Code 404 I don't know that is, Series 2 DVD and Series 1 and Series 2 DVD. So. That's a Sky series about, uh, oh, about yes, two British yes. cops, yep. one of which has got AI built into his brain because of he died and sort yep. of resurrected him. We have Collateral, which I think is 4K Blu-ray, which will be the Tom Cruise movie, I would assume. We've got Fast and Furious 9 4K Steelbook. We've got Fast and Furious 9. 4K Blu-ray, DVD, and the 1 to 9 collection and 4K as well, if you really want to go all out. Uh, we've got Frank Herbert's June 2000. I didn't even know there was a June 2000. It's interesting. Probably, I think that's a TV series, maybe. Oh, yeah, of course it will be. It'll be the one with uh, uh, McAvoy. Yeah. Yeah, which so was that, quite good. Then you've got at the bottom there, you've got The Walking Dead, well beyond season one, and you've got Unbreakable 4K Blu-ray. I'm going to add, because it's coming up for Halloween, I'm going to add Friday the 13th, the 8th movie clip. In the steelbook, I've got the, uh, that collection already. I completely also something also something called Help. It's got Jodie Comer in it, who was in um, Killing Eve. Yeah, she's a very good actress. Anything else in there? Uh, uh, if you like Ray Riddles, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Mm. Also, there's a Sean Connery one there, Hunt for an October 4K. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Unbreakable 4K. Yep, just copy and paste it. So yeah, so I didn't really complete. rate it, but there's a Walking Dead world beyond. I don't know what that is. It's the latest spin-off of The Walking Dead, because mm. obviously do, yeah. that's coming up to the last ones. Do you want to do the cinema charts then? Yep, so at number five we've got the many... Yeah, no, I'll put ten in, but we'll just do the five. Oh, okay. Uh, the Many Saints of Newark. Uh, at number four, the Paw Patrol mo- movie. At number three, Free Guy, which is really funny, quite good. Uh, number two is Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. And at number one, it's the Powderpuff Girls. No, it's not really. It's No Time to Die. So is that the British? That's what, the British one. It's got a long way to go to meet what it costs to make, then. <coughs> yeah, but that's just for this week. Hmm. It's only been out a week. That's the UK. That's the European one. 25 million. Well, sure, 26, actually. So, uh... Blu-ray DVD chart, we've got uh, In the Heights, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Number three is Ghost in the Shell, which is the anime version, which is really good. Uh, number two is Black Widow. And at number one, we've got Doctor Who, The Evil of the Daleks. I don't even know what generation of Doctor that is, to be honest. I have no idea either. But I'll tell you what I did mm. watch recently. Mm. was the Peter Cushing version of Doctor Who. Oh, I've got those. Yeah, I've got Yeah, those. I've got them as well, but they were on. it was on TCM or something or other like that, and I was flicking through the channels. And mm. I, saw it, I thought, oh, I'll watch this for five minutes. I ended up watching so was that? Which, which one was it? Was it the one... It was the first one, where they, with... go, where they go to the uh, Daleks' homeworld. And, Scarrow. You know, yeah, Scarrow and all of that. Didn't it have... Um, he's a record breaker? It... Yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, Roy Castle. Yeah. Yeah. I think was, I think Bernard Cribbins was in the second one though, wasn't he? I can't remember if he was on that now. Uh, yes, he was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was Roy Castle on uh, on this one. Yeah. And I'll tell you what was really jarring mm-hmm. was when uh, Roy Castle turned around and says Doctor Who because <laughs> it's the Doctor. It's not Doctor Who. The name I know, is but they, the Doctor. But they, those films did have that as Doctor Who. Yeah, you know, I know it's. Yeah, it was a bit jarring as uh, somebody who you know what has watched. Just the just quickly on that. Now, I'm still awake. I'm still behind, obviously. But yeah. the new series starts on the 31st of, of October. 
Is that correct? Evidently. Evidently. And the good news is... It's going to end. No. (laughs) (laughs) The good news is that Stephen Moffat is is coming back to the helm. Oh, please, God, bring somebody back who actually knows about Doctor Who. No, Stephen Moffat was the one that brought... No, I know. That's what I mean. Please Mm. bring back somebody who knows about Doctor Who. Because when he did the Chris Eccleston and all of that, it was great. But honestly... Kermit the Frog would have done a better there, job than the last lot. There was a there was a Instagram uh, uh, short video from I said I call her Rose, yeah. And someone said to her, "Would you come back?" She said, "Do you know what? If the time was right, you know, I wouldn't mind coming back if it's the right story." Hint, yeah. hint. <laughs> so, <clears throat> well, it's coming up to its 60th anniversary. Yes. So, would we now see the, another sort of similar sort of five dollars I don't know, but we are going to see this doctor going. We know that. Yeah. And, um, you know, that we've uh, they've evidently said that they're going to do something really edgy with Doctor Who. Well, why no. not Why not do something really edgy with Doctor Who and make him just a white male? <laughs> because that would book every trend going at the moment. Oh, you know? if only I could talk to you about me and my missus were talking about when watching those trends to die. <laughs> We'll talk about that uh, off air. Yeah, but, we will. I don't care. I really, I don't care who plays Doctor Who next because, as far as I'm concerned, the Timeless Child episode. It's just it showed me that the BBC has no respect for its probably greatest franchise. But I think and I think Stephen Moffat could change that. I think he could actually hit the reset button somewhere for that. I, I think that it needs <laughs> to because they've. It's it's not just. Jodie Foster is... is it Jodie Jod- Whittaker, sorry. Jody F- it's, it's getting Oh, late. I don't mind Jodie Foster playing. That'd be interesting. Jodie Foster playing, it would be really good. But yeah. Jodie Whittaker is a fine actress. The problem with her Doctor Who character has been poor writing. Nothing not her, else. No, it's nothing not her. her. It's nothing no. to do with her. I, w- I would say, as a Doctor, I think she could have been really great. But the writing has been totally wrong. And where they've tried to do the sort of like eccentricities of Matt Smith, me, I'm just it hasn't worked. Sorry, it hasn't worked because she looked more like a bimbo than she did look like Matt Smith. And that's not because of her. That's because of the writing yeah, of yeah, what yeah. she was so, saying. Oh, we have. I think we have mentioned before, but um, didn't too much. But yeah, so Stephen Moffat's coming back. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see where it goes, especially for the 60th anniversary. Absolutely. Which would be, they need to pay respect. They, they, can do. Do some, they can do something like what they did for the Five Doctors, which is still one of my favourites. I mean, I, th- I think it's a shame that Jodie Whittaker couldn't stay mm-hmm. on for... And yeah, I do, because I've just got Jodie Foster on the mind now. Um, I think it's a shame that Jodie Whittaker's not staying on for an extra season with Stephen Moffat to see how good a Doctor she really could be. Well, she might be in... She might, they might do the Three Doctors scenario. Have her, Matt Smith... And David Tennant. What about Peter Capaldi? Yeah, make it for and, and Christopher Eccleston. <coughs> mm. That'd be interesting because he's never reprised the role. No, what did I... Um, I was watching a... This is going right off topic. And I can't remember what it was called. I was watching a horror film with a missus. And it was about these about these uh, these kids that break into this, doc, this house of a doctor who's in, you know, in medicine. Time. And the tables got turned because they were they were really nasty to them and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sylvester McCoy played the doctor. <laughs> Uh, it, uh, it was really good in it. It was quite good. Sylvester McCoy had been, in the words, really good 
and the Doctor are not things that are ever used in the same sentence. No, we're not. If he played this this um, this Doctor in this film, uh, in medical science Doctor. All oh, right, okay, not the Doctor. No, it was he was playing a Doctor in his character, and the cables got turned, and they were really nasty to the people that broke in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I just, I, I think it's a real shame, though, seriously, that the first female Doctor has had such poor scripts. Mm. But I would still like to see, uh, what do you call her, who played, uh, you know, she was on the Peep Show, what, you know, oh, I can see her face, can't think of her name. She was up for Doctor Who as well. Well, should we do a segue into what we've been watching? Or I will do a segue. Uh, yeah, okay, um... Just be one second, though. Just let me think of the. Oh. You know, you know when you want to look, you look some up. Olivia Coleman. That's it. Let's get her as Doctor Who. The Queen. Yeah, let's get her as Doctor Who. There we now go. That would have been one of my choices originally. To be honest, if we're going to do that. Okay, if we're good, yeah. Let, let's have her as the next one. Anyway, go uh, on next. No. Steve. So do my segue was yeah. So I went. I film I watched last night on Sky. I think it's on Netflix in some countries. Got it. Was Gunpowder Milkshake. You've heard of it. I've heard of it. This is the one with Karen Gillian. It certainly is. And basically what it is, it's about her. She's an assassin. Yeah. Uh, her mother lets her down early in the movie and she despises her and never sees her again. No spoilers there. But she, she becomes an assassin. The tales are turned and she accidentally shoots. Well, she doesn't that. She's on a mission and she shoots this guy and her daughter is left and um the daughter tags along, and at the same time, Big Firm are after them, and there's a load of, I want to put it, it's trying to be John Wick, but it isn't, because there's no way that Karen can be that sort of character. But no. she does a, she does a fine, good attempt at the film, and it's worth a watch. Put your, put your brain out of your head, put it in the bucket. Well, she's a great actress. She is, and it's, it's a not bad, it's not a bad film, actually. I, I really, actually, I did enjoy it for what it was. Yeah. And also in that also was, um, can't remember her name now. I'll tell you in a sec. Her name is Michelle Yeoh. Yes. She was alongside um, Piers Brosnan in Tomorrow Never Dies. Yes, she was. She was remember? also. She, yeah, she's also on Star Trek Discovery. Yes, yeah, she is. She was also so, on Crouchy Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, but I think I remember her more for, for the Bond thing. Really, it sticks more in my head with than the motorbike yeah. scene. I mean, when they were, she was doing the she was doing the driving and he was pumping the clutch or whatever they were doing. She's also on Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, so I'd say well worth a watch. It's on Sky at the moment, and yeah, it, seeing Karen Gillan kick ass in that sort of. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen in a film like this sort before. Have you ever not? You've not seen her in Jumanji then. Yes, but this is that's a game because that is a fictional game they're in. Yeah. But this is she's an assassin, a proper assassin, and she's got like a big bag. She walks in. There's one scene where she walks into this library, which is a library to do with the assassins, and she's got like a big carrier bag, um, hold on, full of weapons in there, and they're getting around saying, "These are better school. We need to give you something else." And she, yeah, honestly, just watch it, park your brain at home, and uh, check it out, or even check the trailer out first. Give you a bit of an idea. It has got that Kill Bill, I don't know, slight Tarantino or, you know, John Wick style to it. Uh, even the yeah. missus enjoyed it as well. Yeah, she might do. Right. Who knows? My, 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 my missus is very, uh, is very weird in terms of the stuff that she was. But, I mean, Karen, Karen Gillian, I mean, she plays, you know, Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy in the Marvel mm. Universe. And that's a real tough-ass character as well. Yeah, yeah. But this one is, you know, <laughs> it's a... Oh, there's, there's no real spoilers. There's one scene where 
she's been given an injection to both her arms and she can't use her hands. And she gets the girl to tape on one hand the gun and the other hand a knife. And she starts jowdy into the guy when she's trying to have this fight. <laughs> like, oh, honestly, there's lots of blood in it. I'll have to, uh, I'll have, to have a look. It's a very fancy the look of that. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. So the second thing I watched, which I'm surprised you've not had a sniff of this yet, is Squid Games. Okay. Have you heard about it? Because if you have, you've been under a, I've been under, you've been under a rock if you haven't. I'm trying to remember what it is. Just remind. Is this the? Oh, this is the one that's on uh, Netflix, isn't it? Yes, it is. This is a Korean, a Korean TV um, series, and yeah. nine, nine episodes, and it's it's all based around um, one of the characters, and he's hit, hit hard times, and he's gambling his money away and they're all in debt and everything else. It's probably true what career is like at the minute. Is it um Roger Cut is it dubbed or is it You subtitles? can you can actually you can either have the dubbed version or the Korean with subtitles, it's your choice. Right. I did it with subtitles, but I'm gonna well, I'm gonna go back and watch it in English as well. It honestly yeah. so so this uh <clears throat> this guy he's been really having a bit of a hard time and he gets given the opportunity to do this game. He gets given his card and ring this number and it's got to be and a then which spot. wipes out the debt doesn't it or something like that yeah well you win no if you win the game you win the money in the game and money. Yeah. and there's all these about i don't know, I, i'm going to say it's like 200 people to start with and as, each time someone is eliminated from the game the money in this big piggy that sits in the ceiling drops more money in it and the person standing at the end wins all the money that's as much as I say about it. Very good, very interesting. You get to love the characters. There's some twists and turns in the show. Nine, only nine episodes. Mm. There's even some of the outfits out for Halloween now as well. It's got to that point where you can now buy some right. of the, the kit for it. There's some. So I'm not sure. I've not really looked into what some of these actresses, um, these actors have done in this show. But it's very first class, very lovable with some of the characters there. You get to sort of know them. And very interesting to see if you were put in this scenario, what would you do? And, you know, it's it's not like Battle Royale, but it isn't, it isn't, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Or my, my missus said, this reminds you of The Hunger Games. And I said, no, nah, I know where you're coming from. But, yeah, honestly, go and check it out. I think every man and a dog have been watching this at the moment. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, I keep looking at it and I keep thinking... It's number one on the... You know, they have like a top five, don't they, on Netflix? Yeah, they do. It's number one. It's number yeah. one at the moment. And I'm not going to start pronouncing some of their names because they're all Lee Chow and Gong Joe and all of that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah I've been watching... Uh, on Netflix, I actually, I've been watching a series um, instead, which is... Uh, love on the spectrum so it's just about seeing about people who are on the autistic spectrum yeah. you know starting relationships which is more of a you know real life kind of uh, kind of thing but obviously <laughs> I don't know why I started watching it to be fair mm. I think I was just bored and I, I wanted to watch something totally different to what I would normally watch yeah but I ended up ended watching the whole sort of season, which was only a few episodes, but that was quite mm. interesting. So I didn't actually know, because I've not, I've not seen on here, I, never, I, I just started watching it, and I wondered how much the, because the Korean, the Korean currency is, um, I think it's called, called Wang, mm-hmm. but, it, but it's the equivalent of 38 US million dollars that they can win by the end of it. That would solve a few problems. <laughs> it would do. But, um, yeah, it's, it's how the games are played and how you react to the games and everything else. Yeah. Very, very clever. Very clever. Mm, definitely. Anyway, what so have you been watching? Because I've only got one more thing to talk about briefly. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, is that Bond? Yeah. Well, we'll <clears> talk <throat> about that last, shall we? So, uh, I've already mentioned in the intro that I've been watching Marvel Phase 1. Um, I've also been watching What If, 
Have you seen this? No, I I haven't. No, I right. I know so, you, I know what it's about, and you've told me before. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who don't know, what if is an explanation? Uh, sorry, explanation exploration of what if certain things happened in the MCU differently, and it's looking into part of the parts of the multiverse. So um, as you may know or not, that there is a uh, ultimate, ultimate Ultron that has the Infinity Stones, and uh, on the, this particular one, um, Vision never happens, and Ultron gets Vision's body as he originally sort of developed, and uh, manages to nab all of the uh, all of the uh, cosmic stones because Thanos appears on Earth, and uh, Ultron just lasers in him half and takes all of the. All of the gems out of his gauntlet straight away, out of the Infinity Gauntlet, mm. um, and it's based around a character uh, who's the Watcher, who's looking at all of these different universes uh, or different, you know, versions of reality. And there's some really good stuff. So there's like Captain Carter as opposed to Captain America. So what if Captain Carter got the injection instead of Steve Rogers? Yeah, and stuff like that in there. And what is really good is. Um, it's got four outings of Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther stroke Star-Lord. Oh, okay. Because one of the ones is, what if um, the uh, character of, you know, the, uh, or the Black Panther got kidnapped by, uh, you know, and taken up into space instead of uh, Peter Quill mm. uh, back in the 80s? And uh, that one was quite funny, actually, because he actually managed to stop Thanos and make him part of his team. <laughs> so, you know, seeing all of these uh, sort of like real differences in the story mm. is quite good, but then they all uh, add up together, so eventually you get the Guardians of the Multiverse. Oh, okay. Um, and, uh, you know, um, each season I think there's going to be a, a multiverse sort of baddie, so it's already confirmed there's going to be a season two. Uh, but they're obviously 25, 30-minute episodes, so it's a movie shrunk down into... Uh, that amount of time, but also made out of animation, sort of like shell shaded animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really, really enjoyable to watch. Uh, my son's loved it as well. It's been our sort of Wednesday night ritual. We'll stick on What If and watch that. And then the other thing I've been watching right the way through all the seasons has been Battlestar Galactica, the reboot. Yeah, I'm not. I've only, I'm only say very. I... Watched, I'm very early on in it, where I was starting, where I originally watched it. So yeah, I have to, I've got to carry on watching it at some point. Well, after the last season, because there was only four seasons, which I think was about 2011, mm. um, I got I was uh, actually as a leaving present from where I used to work was uh, given the entire box set of uh, Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> I've never actually watched it. And a matter of fact, it was all wrapped up up until a couple of weeks ago. Is it a tin copy? No, it's uh, the individual each okay. each season box set. Mm. And uh, anyway, I unwrapped it all and I watched the whole lot right the way through. Uh, not super quickly. I watched two or three a night kind of thing. You know, enough. That's why I haven't been doing a lot of gaming as well, to be honest. Mm. And thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, Edward James uh, Almos, who plays Adama, is brilliant in it, as is Mary McDonnell, who uh, plays... President Laura Roslin. I loved what they did with the characters. Yes, they made Starbuck female. It didn't harm the story in any way. Matter of fact, 
what I really liked about it is where they changed characters from the way that they were in the original 80s TV series to mm. this is they ended up having a purpose for doing it. So, you know, Starbuck became female for a purpose, as it were. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't spoil it for me because I, although I know one little thing, because obviously the, what the hidden the hidden part of the series is not knowing who the Cylons are because they're human form. <clears throat> yes. And I don't want that spoiled. Thank you. I'm not going. I'm not going to spoil that for you. I'm not going to spoil that. I mean, for anyone. I think if I looked in YouTube, I think you can probably see that. I don't know. Um, I, I don't think it takes. I just remember seeing on the so. seeing the, the 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 blonde and the red dress. You know her. Yeah, Tracy Heffler. Yeah. Oh, dear me. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Be? She she is a, a stunning woman. She's not my new spoiler. My other stunning woman. We'll talk about in a minute because. Um, yeah. Yeah, but well, really, you got you got to finish off watching that, Steve, because it's mm. a great series. I mean, me and Mrs. were watching it originally, so. Um, yeah, here's the thing for you, and I don't know if you'll actually even pick this up, but the guy who plays Baltar was Bridget Jones's gay friend in the Bridget Jones movies. Yes, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. The one with the one who's had his mobile phone. He said, well, "Do you remember in Bridget Jones? He was picking up a new Nokia phone, wasn't he?" He said, "Oh, aren't you the one that?" Yes, it's me. He's going like this. Yeah, know? that's yeah, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and his Baltar character is so different from that. He's a really good actor. Yeah, uh, but he, he reminds me a little bit of um, someone from Star Trek as well. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, but um, I I really can't wait until you see the end of this because the end of Battlestar Galactica was very divisive among fans, mm. and I want to see what you think before I'm going to tell you what I, don't, I think. And I don't know if I haven't got. I don't think I've got them because there was another couple of specials that came out after the series. Yeah, there is. There was. Uh, uh, Blood and some, uh, Blood and Chrome, That's which it. I've which I've got the Cylon Raider for on my uh, what do you call it collection. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, my um, <laughs> Eagle Moss. Excuse me, yeah. And uh, what else was there? Uh, there was the Plan as well, which was yeah. a, a two-parter. So and then, all, and then all also the, there was a TV show. Was it called Caprice? Caprica. Caprica, sorry. Yeah. Because it was named after the planet. I'm not sure where the timeline that sits. That's before. Mm. So that's a prequel. So it's uh, Adama's uh, father mm. that mainly features. Blood and Chrome is, if I remember rightly, it's Adama when he was a younger man. So it doesn't matter if you don't, don't see him then. I know. I remember seeing him out and he probably think it really cheap if you wanted to anyway. Well, oh, yeah, you can. But, but you might, might, might get it on Prime or something in the next No, the, the, the thing is, all of season one to four of Battlestar Galactica is currently free to watch on BBC iPlayer. Oh, okay. So you don't have to pay a penny to watch it. No, I got the I got other the Blu-ray. I've got, got, got my Blu-ray box set. Mm. I got the tin box set, the Cylon box set. Yeah. Came out. Yeah, but it's a it's a great show. Yeah, um, no, it was it was very well received if I remember rightly. Yeah, but the, but the ending was very divisive. But mm. I I really liked the ending. I liked the way that they did it because it was unexpected. And I tell you, I did like it. I liked. I think the name Lee Park. Lee Park. Yeah, because she ends up being in the Five Five O, the TV series. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee Park got a yeah. Chinese descent. Yeah, she was. So you was she a boober? I don't know. I don't know who she. I can't remember who she was in it. I don't think I've even. I think she, if I've seen her in it yet, I'm not quite hundred percent sure if I was. But I won't look at. I won't look on there anyway because don't spoil me. But yeah, she Lee Park, I think her name is. Um, yeah, I'm uh, trying to <clears throat> who it was. Yep. No, that was Grace Park. Grace Park. I do apologise, but I, yeah. I'm nearly there. <laughs> 
And I think uh, on there as well, there was Zelda, wasn't she? Wasn't there? Lucy Lawless. Okay. Because uh, she plays a, a recurring character. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, really good. And uh, Ronald D. Moore, of course, who was producer of the show, which we know from other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, well worth uh, well worth a watch. Definitely got to watch Battlestar Galactica. Anyway, mm. Steve, what was the other bit that you were were going to add on there? Because I thought, just I thought also season the last season of uh, Lucifer is out now, and I've sat and watched all of that. It was okay. Mm. I don't want to say any more than that, but it was okay. Yeah. So one last little thing for a little little brief five minutes, no longer, no spoilers. Just, yeah. Just just initial thoughts on what you thought of the film. With James Bond? For me, I'm going to say... Did you... So, first thing is, did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. And I'm actually going to say that, for once, mm-hmm. this Daniel Craig movie felt like a Bond movie. Because every other Bond movie he's done has felt like the Bond identity to me. It hasn't felt like Bond. Whereas well, that, this felt that like was, a Bond but movie. That was, but that was funny. That was where I think they were going at the time, weren't they? To yeah. But, Especially when you when Casino Royale came out. I think Casino Royale and Skyfall were a couple of my big favourites that he's done. I'm not going to say anything about where I put this at the minute, but I did enjoy the film. Um, I, I sort of guessed that all I'm going to say is that, obviously from the trailer, I knew that would be the beginning of the movie. That band yeah. was obvious, because they don't like to give too much away in the trailers. No. So you knew that would be... I like that they did a long, a long pre-title sequence. That's now the longest one in, in history for Bond, mm-hmm. which overtakes... Tomorrow Never Dies, which is the one where they use the speedboat in the, the boat in the water up to the O2 arena. Yeah, yeah, that was that, good. Because that was 14 minutes long, that one, which was originally <clears throat> cut down. But You see, to me, Pierce Brosnan was the last person who did Bond Bond, if you know what I mean, the pure Bond sort of approach. <laughs> uh, whereas it's, uh, I've never been a fan of this hybrid, you know, Bond Bond uh, that Craig's brought to it. I've always felt he hasn't, he's never, even though in Lear Cake, he was very I suave. Love, I love Lear Cake. Yeah. I got that on Blu-ray. I love the movie. But in Lear Cake, he's very, very suave. and like a Bond, you know, you could imagine him as Bond. But for some reason, he seemed to have degenerated into a gorilla to play Bond. And I've never understood it. But at least on this, on, on this movie, he, I feel like he, he felt like Bond for the first time to me. Well, the surprise of this for me was Anna de Armas, who I adore her. She's absolutely gorgeous. And she was a big favourite of mine in Blade Runner 2049. Oh, she was the uh, second... Hologram. Yeah, but she was the agent, wasn't she, that uh, Bond met? In Cuba, yeah. But but she ended... Unfortunately, she had a short duration in the... the, I think I'd love to see her do more of that sort of stuff. I mean, she was awesome. Oh, yeah, wouldn't mind seeing her do some more of that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, uh, I feel, it was, uh, I feel... she was really action-packed on it. Oh, she was really good. God. Unfortunately, Remy Malik was underused for me, personally. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but we're going to go into the whys and what's, but, yeah, I think he was definitely underused, unfortunately. I have to say, when Remy Malik was selected... Mm. I didn't think that was a mistake, but I thought that they were going to go in a very specific direction, which we'll talk about on the... Um, Yeah, but I will say this because I've said this, I even said it in the the Wrong Real podcast, and I've been saying it on Twitter for the last year, that I always thought, in my head, he would come out and we would find out that he would be Dr. No. Okay, completely spoiled what I was going to say, because because, that's exactly what I thought as well. Because I've, I've, I've I've always been adamant that that was my thought on the character. When I saw that he was announced and I thought, 
oh my god, you know, he looks like he looks like Doctor No. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that, you know, I can we can say that because that was just something that was on the internet anyway, and that was that I was I would put I would have put money on it, and um, that, that was the way it was going to go. I'm going to say this, Steve. I don't ever remember you saying that to me, and I don't ever remember reading you say that. Uh, well, I, I, point you to I had exactly the same I've, thoughts. I will point you to my Twitter. <laughs> I've got it on there. But Yeah, I have to, like I said, Steve, you know, I, I use Twitter to upload to. I don't particularly yeah. read Twitter. So when I looked at him and, I, and they said, I said, oh, that's interesting. And, I, you know, obviously I thought we've had, obviously we've had Blofeld come back. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I thought, I just wonder if he's going to be Doctor No, but it's going to be the Star Trek way of saying it. So where we had John Harrison, the character in Into yeah. Darkness, and who he obviously turned out to be Khan. I thought that's how that was going to come about, maybe, as a play on it. I, I think that would have been a really good twist. And, but then, and it's, but then it's there's more I can... that you say that, and I thought yeah. exactly the same thing. Right. But... There's more I could say which we won't say, because there's things I'd like to talk about that I won't talk about. But, I mean, for him, unfortunately, say, Anna de Armas, she was superb. I think I was a bit touchy about the score from Hans Zimmer, but he did a good job. And that's all I'm going to say why, because I don't want to mention more than that regarding the score. OK. Um, yeah, I think... I quite enjoyed the score. Yeah, I think it did really well. And yeah, I understand we had two director, a director change halfway through. Possibly the storyline as well, which we're not going to talk about the plot, um, could have possibly been you know, another change that would have happened because... With the director's changing, he may, I think there may have been rewrites or something, and all these problems that were happening at the time. But what goes into making a Bond film is a lot of a lot of energy and a lot of dedicated time. Did you see the ITV, or did you see it on Apple, being James Bond? No. Have you not watched that yet? I've got it recorded, but I haven't watched it. Because I, rec- I thought, I want to see that, but I don't want to get any type of possible spoilers, so I recorded it. Well, I watched it before, before I saw the film, and there's no spoilers in it. Right. I wasn't risking it. Like I said, I have deliberately stayed away from absolutely anything on this movie. Yeah, I've watched a couple of documentaries. There's one on David, on Daniel Craig being Bond as well, where looking back over his career with it, and and you see some screen tests for him to do it as well, which is really good to see. Which they to get every actor that that they've got to you know to choose from. And I don't say more than that because I've got my thoughts on that. But I did enjoy. It's not the best Bond in the world. There are better. Yeah. But I did enjoy. I got me buck. I got me money's worth out of it. Should we say? Oh yeah, it was definitely worth seeing. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's much more I can really say other than that at the minute without going into other territories, which I don't want to do because there's still a lot of people to go and see it. And if we talk about it, if we talk about it in a special podcast, they know they can listen to that at there if and when they've seen the film. We will uh, definitely make sure that it will be spoiler podcast number one. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be just nice to um, go over a few things. There's a lot I want to talk about. Which I'll mention it when we finish this in a minute. I, I, I did love the visit of a lot of the old cars as well. Yeah, well, we had that in the, in, in, in Skyfall as well, didn't we? As well, well, you had the you had the DB6, but you didn't have five. The, uh, five rather, but you didn't have the DB. Was it? Seven yeah, or... no, I think, no, no, don't say anything else. No point mentioning anything else. Well, I don't think it's it's a spoiler saying that there was more than one type of Bond car there. Well, I don't know, but I'm back to sort. I know there was one Bond car that wasn't there that I would have really have loved to have seen. No, that. but they did, they but, did use two in there. But, yeah, um, they did. And a matter of fact, the, the second Bond vehicle was actually uh, the same model as I was taken to my wedding for. Yeah. But it was used in another movie, but we're not going to say which one and what, what it was from. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, there's plenty to, 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 to chew over on that, should we say. Yeah. 
you mean? <laughs> uh, so it's very clever, very clever film. You see, I didn't even look, I didn't I didn't know what the plot was, as in what I'm reading here on Internet Movie Database, for example. I didn't even know that when I when I watched the film. I didn't. So, but you, you, I, it's, it's one of those films of you want to protect yourself from as much as possible. Yeah, I mean, back in the day when you used to see um, get to see about the next Bond film coming out, you would get some bits and pieces. They'd be on set. You'd get a little, little bit now and then. You'd hear about the 007 stage, and you'll see there'd be a BBC News thing, and they'd be saying, "Here we are in the new Bond," you know, and it's like you've got all the submarines in there or whatever. And but this has been kept under secrecy as much as they could, mm. due to the fact that it's like two years before it was supposed to come out, you know? Yeah, because I... So go on. If, if this had come out when it's supposed to, then we might know now who the next Bond is. <laughs> That's, that is very true. For, for me, when we do the uh, the spoiler cast, I really want to talk to you about the future of the franchise. Well, that's why I stayed to the end of the film. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Did you say to the very, very end? Yes, because okay. James Bond will return. Exactly. That's enough. To, didn't you say anymore? It says that on every movie. No, it doesn't actually. It didn't on almost every movie. Almost every movie. <clears throat> sometimes it, it said, sometimes it actually said which Bond movie you'd return in, and then it was a different one when it came back. Well, no, they they had. There was a time when obviously <coughs> when Living yeah. and Die came out, it did say he will return with Man the Golden Gun. So some of those he did have that in there. Yeah, but I think it was the one. Uh, I think it was the. Sp- the spy who loved me, it said James Bond will return in whatever it was, and it was a different one. No, it was, yeah. But, um, yeah. It, well, well, we can have a good conversation about it in the spoiler cast. Yeah. All right. To, anyway, we're going to move on, yeah? Yeah, let's move on because we're two and a half hours in nearly so far uh, before we're uh, adjusted for timings. Um, so let's move on to our listener questions. John, what's happening to us? Right, so listen to questions, and Mark couldn't be here with us because he's off on his holes with his family, evidently. Uh, so, hope you're having a nice time there, Mark. Mm. But he did leave us some questions a couple of weeks ago, which I've copied over, and I've copied over a couple of other people's questions as well, just so we had some, because I didn't have time to post. So, Mark's question is, can you see any surprises towards the festive season? Well, from the Xbox point of view, I heard rumours. Now, these are just rumours, and they're, they're quite a few rumours, but they're going to bring the back-compat titles to the Xbox Series X to a certain point. In what uh, respect? Well, bringing the titles. I don't know, I'm assuming some of them have been on Game Pass, but there was something I read about saying about getting bringing back-compat back. To the, back in the system now. I don't know if that means new titles or what. I think it must uh, do because back compat. Well, I they all yeah. work on the Xbox Series X. Yeah. So. So it must be new titles are added. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Or unless they, are they doing like an upscale into 4K on stuff and that? Possibly. Yeah. I mean, we've got haven't we haven't we haven't had we haven't had um, the German game show yet, have we? No, we've had no, EGX, well, haven't we? That's been was it this weekend? I don't know. Um, I have a funny feeling that some of our listeners might have uh, been to it. Oh no, it's, it's uh, 28th and 29th is EGX. Mm. I thought there was one around that was on at some point recently, but never mind. Mm. So that, yeah. that's any other surprises that you see? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? You know, we could have, as we said, we could have some more acquisitions from Microsoft or PlayStation. Yeah, I, I think that we'll see some of that. I'm going to have a guess and I'm uh, saying that the Xbox expansion card is going to have a big price drop. 
And also because they're going to bring out, I think they could bring out a five terabyte one. Don't quote me on that, but that could be something. That would be tremendously expensive, though. I th- I think uh, I think that we'll probably see by Christmas the um, one meg one gigabyte terabyte rather expansion to be about one hundred and fifty because it has dropped recently down That's to that. Still too pricey though for me. I know what you mean, but it is an NVMe sort of uh, custom. Well, I couldn't care less if it had wings and it would fly. But do you know what I mean? I, I just thought the other thing we never mentioned, of course, is that PlayStation has now opened up its architecture so that you can add your NVMEs on that as well, and there's certain ones that you can use on a PS5. Yeah, it depends on the size, isn't it, and how it sits in a slot, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's, with the, it's with also... The fa- with, the, with the fans and everything else and how it all comes together. Yeah, but it's also... Uh, there's only certain models that it will, and some you might have problems if you try using certain heat sinks. Mm. Yeah, but they're going to give you the. Uh, they're going to say which ones are what, aren't they? You know. Yeah, and evidently, what the people who've been having the most problems is because they've not put on the back plate back onto the case because they thought it was enough having a heatsink. Mm. Is what I'd heard. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I think there'll be a price drop in that expansion because when I saw the, uh, I, I put it on the Facebook group when I saw the uh, version. I think it was from France or somewhere like that. It was one hundred and fifty pounds with. Which included thirty-one pound import duties. Mm. <coughs> so it's bound to come down shortly. We'll see. Do you do this next question? Okay, I'm just rearranging my screen. Okay, so what is your most anticipated release for the winter? Gaming, movie, or anything? Movie-wise, June. I've, I I've gone full circle on this from. Uh, you know, it's an abomination that this is going to get released. <laughs> This because, is only, it's, only, it's only half of the book as well, isn't it? It's going to be a second part, probably. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's a whole series of books anyway. No, yeah, what I'm saying is the actual book, June, is in two halves of this film. Yeah. So if they get if they get to, if it's successful, they can they make the second half. Yeah, but I'm really looking forward to this. Mm. Oh, absolutely. I am looking forward to The Matrix. Definitely. And seeing the trailer again just, just made me wet myself, I think, watching that sort of thing, you know what I mean? It just looks so good. I mean, in terms of the Matrix, I've been, uh, I, I regularly listen to a um, YouTube channel on it. It's called Matrix Explained, mm-hmm. which is a really good channel. Um, goes through lots of Matrix law and predictions for what the new movie's going to be about. Mm. Well worth it if you if you're a fan of the Matrix. Well worth a listen or a watch. Yeah, uh, very well produced sort of YouTube. That's coming out for Christmas. It is indeed. I think there was another film as well. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to remember what other movie was coming out um, this year. Obviously, we've got June and that. Well, there's the next uh, Marvel movie as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else was. There was something else. What else did I see those trailer-wise? I'll go down to... So, apparently, I've heard... Now, the... Um, the embargo has been lifted. I haven't really read too much, but apparently Ghostbusters Afterlife is getting a good, um, good feedback. I do hope it's going to be good. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be interesting where that, how that sits. Uh, also, I, yeah, I did see the trailer for West Side Story, but I, that I mean, I have seen the original film, but I won't be going to see that. 
so so I might catch it and just have a have a look. Also, we're, we're talking Ralph Fiennes, who was in who played M Mallory yeah. in Bond. He yeah. plays in he plays in the Kingsman. Yes, I'm looking forward to Kingsman. And that looks. And of course, there's the Eternals next month as well. Yeah, I saw a trailer for that. Looks uh, a bit different for um, for Marvel. And mm. December, we obviously same same day we've got Spider-Man: No Way Home and The Matrix Four. And then uh, just before Christmas, Kingsman. Yeah. Then Sherlock Holmes Three. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Is that going to be same people playing that? Yes, Daddy. Uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bra- our brain's turned custard. <laughs> Robert Downey uh, Jr. Yeah, thank you. Games. There's... I'm just, there's not a lot of games I'm really that fussed about at the moment. I'm just in a real gaming funk. Mm. Oh, just want to say one of the movies I do want to see just come out. I think it's coming out now, which is from Edgar Wright, which is Last Night in Soho. In Soho. Okay. And um, former Doctor Who's in that as well, Matt Smith. Oh yeah, because that's uh, sort of like time travelling one, isn't it? Yeah. He looks really good. I mean, yeah. Oh, not, no, not a time-travelling one. It's a woman from the future who's having visions about um, a murder in the past. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's inspired, actually, by one of the movies I've got sitting in my collection called Donut Now. Yeah. Um, which I need to actually watch again. But, uh, yeah, it looks very good. <clears throat> I've got a great reviews for that. Yeah, very cool. So, yeah, I mean, gaming-wise, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to... St- I mean, still looking forward to Halo. Let's see what that's going to be about. I just, you know, when I heard you hear the music, it sort of just makes you go goosebumpy. No, I'm I'm not bothered about Halo. Mm. Quite looking forward to the next Forza. Yeah, that'd be run of the mill though, wouldn't it? Be, it'd look lovely, wouldn't it? It'll look lovely. It'll be just another one churned out with a Microsoft churn box. Yeah. Um, other than that, I can't really think. No, I think I think it's like so. Why the decision why we said we'd go sort of like fortnightly for a while is it's just mm. a bit quiet. There's nothing really super fantastic coming. No. Um, I think the last thing I was really excited about was the Mass Effect mm. remaster. So how long ago was that now? That was oh. a good while ago. Okay, so Dave Rivett uh, is asking a question. He's asking us, how hyped are you both for Daniel Craig's last out in, in less than a couple of weeks? Obviously, this is a, a question where we were going to do it a couple of weeks ago. He'd already booked tickets uh, for himself and his daughter, who's a massive Bond fan. I think we've probably both answered that by now, haven't we? I think we haven't probably heard it as well. Yeah, probably heard it all. So, yeah, we've been really looking forward to it there, Dave. Uh, do you want to do, Lee? So, Lee Doctor's asking us, what's your most visual impressive 4K Blu-ray you've seen or owned? You can start with that one. I'm going to say Flash Gordon. In terms of the quality of the visuals, because it is absolutely crystal clear. I think, for me, it's going to be a, probably a newer film I'm going to go for. Something like Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. And the visuals in that are just outstanding. Yeah, but that's a, the film generally, though. It's visually quite a stunning film, isn't it? Yeah, but the 4K, the 4K Blu-ray is awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know about older films. I think, mean, obviously, some of them are not true 4K, are they, some of them? Well... Um, I would uh, say that... i tell you what is very impressive. would be Star Trek... Um, I've got the Star Trek box set. Um, I'm talking about the um, Kelvin timeline. Yeah. They're very impressive with the, visually. You know that Star Trek 2009... Oh, is it 2000? The uh, the first one in the Kelvin timeline is actually 2K upscaled. Mm, it looks it does look well, but it does look good though still. And also the second one actually even more so, especially when you see um, Kirk and Bones running away from those those guys. It's got all the white makeup on. Yeah, that that doesn't look too bad. But I was a bit disappointed with where I had the Blu-ray and then I got the 4K version. Just next to no difference between them. There really isn't 
when you see that up, when you see a normal Blu-ray upscaled. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I think the problem is is that there's this weird thing with 4K movies where the really new stuff is 4K and the really old stuff is 4K, but there's this big group of time where it's you know where they started using digital cameras, but they were capturing stuff in 2K mm. as opposed to 4. And those movies will never be 4K. Because you go back to like Flash Gordon, where you've got the original 35 or 70 mil film, they can be upscaled to 8 or 16K, mm. respectively. Whereas the, the that middle era sort of stuff can't be upscaled other than through AI. Whereas like Flash Gordon, the original print could be captured in 4K. Mm. And another great one that I have which I've got right here, is that one. Okay. 2001 A Space Odyssey. So what do you think of that one? It is absolutely beautiful. I mean, Mm. it goes to show as a testament to the practical effects that they did in this movie, how good they look, even in 4K. It's like you look at Terminator 2, which you would think that would be (laughs) the movie to have in 4K. It's not. To be honest, that transfer got screwed. That's why it's in in not in the best condition you think it should be. No, it's not so a they, good... They took the transfer from the wrong transfer. They took it from a 3D transfer. Yeah, it's not a good... Realize, yeah. It's not a good version of the movie, um, and it's very poor by 4K standards, and it really shows up the CGI as well. You know, it, it makes it much more obvious, whereas you look at 2001, that is such a clean movie. Yes, it does show where on one or two of the shots they'd obviously done a painted thing on a bit of glass and moved it across the screen, which didn't show up in lower resolutions. But the shots of the Odyssey, wow, they look utterly fantastic. And the the revolving set that they start off in and stuff like that, it's so, so clear. It's unbelievable. It really does look beautiful. And that was, of course, also the first movie that was aired in 16K, or 8K, Rather mm. in Japan, yeah, or in the first movie to be aired at 8K, but it was aired in Japan. So, um, yeah, that's another great, great movie. But I, I found that a lot of the better cuts for 4K are the old ones, where they've cl- really done a proper job of cleaning up the movie from the film mm. rather than a digital I capture. Mean, the thing, the thing looked really good. Yeah, um, I'd say Basic Instinct as well. That looks pretty amazing. That's a really crystal picture on that. When we're not talking more to do with the um, actual images, as in for what they are. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, a total recall is quite a good cut. Yeah, that is. So there's a lot of there's a lot of good quality 4K sort of standards uh, out there, but mm. obviously you know you need your HDR, Dolby Vision, all that sort of stuff as well. Dolby Atmos to get yeah. a good sound. Mm. So should I do Lee's? Oh, sorry, not Lee's. Paul's rather. Right, Paul Wilson, the last question we have, he says, with the incredible sad news with regards to uh, Sir Clive Sinclair passing, definitely a man with ideas of where, way ahead of his time. I can honestly say my first true love was the ZX Spectrum. Did you ever own a Sinclair product of any kind? Um, have you even been on a ride of a Sinclair C5 by any chance? Um, personally, none of this is in my ball court. I had, I had, a, I had an Atari ST back in the day. That's what I had. Uh, that was way after the Spectrum. I know it was, oh, yeah. I, know it was. I was too busy getting drunk and going to nightclubs in. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I never had a ZX Spectrum. It was I was uh, obviously quite young when these machines were out, and I did ask my mum and dad for Christmas could I have a ZX Spectrum, and I got a Commodore 64, which were technically the better machines, but uh, the Spectrum had all of the software. It was a bit like the well. It's a bit like modern console wars between the Spectrum and the uh, 64, I think, even then. Uh, but I really wish I had a Spectrum because I did like them as machines. I'd used a few several times, mm. uh, but never had one, unfortunately. So just the way it goes. Never will. I almost thought I thought about getting the uh, Sam Coupe, which was like a, a re, re-engineered ZX Spectrum a few, well, few decades ago now that it was released i think it was like mid 90s or something like that but i, I never I never bothered going back mm-hmm. i think it's just probably a little bit too far back is spectrum days as far as i'm concerned or 64 don't really use either mm-hmm. so anyhow that's it that's the end of the the questions for this week uh so contact details steve do you want to uh, do yours yes so twitter at steve 7 um my gamer tag is exactly the same as well and my yes id is the real steve 07 and my youtube channel is the vinyl score there you go look at that <laughs> so for mine it's hrj uk on everything apart from epic in which case it's uh, pop culture gamers but if you uh, want to follow us on twitter as well it's hrj uk um, i am more of a posting stuff person rather than reading it but uh, if you're interested um, also, don't forget, we have our channel for the show, which is youtube.com forward slash popculturegamers, our Twitter, popculturegamer, Facebook group as well, come along, join the fun on there, and if you've got any uh, queries, you can also email them at podcast at popculturegamers.co.uk, and also don't forget our website, anchor.fm forward slash popculturegamers. And one little thing, breaking news on my emails, as I've been dealing with something here. On Netflix, coming on Tuesday, is another season of The Movies That Made Us. All right, yeah. Aliens, Aliens, Halloween, Coming to America, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Nightmare Before Christmas, Elf and Robocop. Okay, not the choice of movies I would have chosen for some of those, but... Um, But I thought Elf was already done, personally, but I might be wrong. Yeah, well, maybe it's another director, so someone else has done it. Yeah, yeah. This is season three coming on Tuesday. Completely missed that one there, didn't you, Steve? You just I know I there. did, yeah. I know, I know, I know, yeah. But I'm an angry elf. <laughs> anyway. What, what elf is new? <laughs> oh, God, really? All right, then, guys. So thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. So it'll probably be around about the 24th, 25th that we'll get the show out. And other than that, it's a good night from me. And a good night from him. Good night. Good night, guys.